This episode and every episode of A Beer With is recorded live in Diffuse Studios. If you need any audio services, if you need to hire a space, want to work on a collaboration, make sure if you're in the Brisbane area you check out Diffuse Studios. Uh, the website is www.diffusedstudios.com. Uh, you can go to the contact form and get in touch. Um, basically anything in audio you need, we can do for you uh, or we can help you along the way. So make sure you get in touch with us. Uh, you also get the first hour free if it's your first time to the studio. So uh, yeah, think about coming in. I think currently our rate this this uh, month, we're at $35. Uh, so still super cheap for a proper studio to come in and work uh, You know, for a number of hours. So for this episode, I got Kane in, uh, Kane Pridmore. His DJ name or artist name is just Kane, uh, one half of Willing and Able, which we talk about in this episode. Um, yeah, so let's get into this one, run the music, and let's get this show on the road. Hi guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode we've got Kane. Now Kane, uh, he's been a DJ and producer around Brisbane for a little while now. Um, he's still quite young, but you know, he's been really sort of, uh, I would say prolific in uh, the sort of melodic scene in the last year, two years. Uh, and you know, has really been getting a lot of support um, from everyone in Brisbane. So in this episode, we talk about music production. Uh, we sort of talk about how it's going with this duo with Willing and Able uh, and how that process all sort of comes about. Um, we talk about DJing, production, how Kane got into the industry um, and sort of, yeah, how, you know, how he managed to get where he is today, um, which is really important for people to hear. This one was really fun, so let's get into it. As always, sit back, crack a beer if you have one, and enjoy the episode. This is A Beer with Kane. Cheers, man. Cheers, Cheers for coming in. Thank you very much for having me, man. Um, where are you from first? Because you, like, where do you live? Because just because when you said you were going to come here, you're like, oh, I'm in Brisbane that weekend. Um, where, so where are you, where do you actually live? Uh, I live in Budrum on Sunny Coast. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I born and raised there, um... And since I've been about 18, I've just been coming to Brisbane most weekends, DJing, playing gigs and stuff. Yep. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's why when I say like, oh, I'm coming to Brisbane, I, I generally do the commute um, on a Saturday and go home like Monday morning or so. Yeah. Um, block out the weekend and uh, do my business down here. Brizzy weekend. Yeah, mate. Brizzy weekend. Every <laughs> yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not too bad though. And, and so where do you crash? Have you got misses down here or just mates or something? Or what? Yeah, what's, I crash between doing? mates. Uh, I used to stay with my mum a fair bit. Yeah. Um, now it depends. Uh, just just wherever's really happening because I don't, I don't want to be that guy who pesters everyone. Yeah. Hey, bro, can I crash in the yours? Yeah, yeah. I finished playing at three. Can I have a key to get yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. Can you uh, leave the back door unlocked? Yeah, yeah. Just leave like, a key out under the... the yeah. The, oh, I know the, the secret L. spot, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I get to the point where I start to feel pretty bad <laughs> for doing all that stuff. So, um, unless I've got like a close mate playing a show or something, I, I might even just grab a hotel room. To yeah, yeah. Or something, but it, it, it depends. It really does depend. Sometimes it's cool having a hotel. Like, I've even had like times when I've like got a hotel room yeah. in here in Brisbane and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, cool. like fuck going home, like too much effort. Especially yeah. like we were just talking um, earlier about today. Yeah. There's so much going on so in Brizzy. You got Listen Out, um, you got River Fire, and then you said you were playing at the. Um, Bohemian yeah. Big Freaks um, launch party. Launch yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, that's it's gonna be cool. What time's that you're playing? Uh, I start at 
5.15 to 6.30 today, which yep. is cool. Um, but no, like Brisbane's on fire at the moment, man. It's really, really sick. Um, Queensland's just like really pushing the underground scene. Like um, all the clubs are doing well. Prohibition's absolutely smashing it. Sub Ross is absolutely killing it now that it's opened up. It's all done really well, man. I'm, I'm excited. Like Queensland's been really, really sick lately, and this weekend is just proof of that. Yeah, it's oh, it's it's going to be so massive. And I was saying before, I'm not sure if I'll go out um or not, <laughs> but now I'm thinking, fuck, maybe I should go out because it's going to be like, even though I suppose the bad things of when it's packed is that it's packed. Yeah. <laughs> but the good thing is that you know it's it's a really awesome sort of vibe, and you know with with everyone there. Um. So yeah, I'm sort of. Stuff you said that you sort of yeah. made me almost change my mind. I might have to <laughs> yeah. go out tonight. Oh, I'm always 50 50 with it, especially yeah. when I'm not playing because it, it's a bit of a commute from where I am. But yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It's good to be part of the growing scene and stuff. Yeah. And it's like weekends like this, although there's a lot of people around, they don't come around that often, like a massive weekend where every day yeah. it's got two or three things on that are just awesome to be a yeah, part of. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's, it's just nice go, just to sink a yeah. couple beers and just roll through. Yeah. See what happens. Are you, um, are you playing, uh, as a solo act, because I know you got your your, um, your uh, willing and able yeah yeah uh, duo. Is it today's just a solo set? It's not a yeah. So the guys at Melton Bohemian Beat Freaks guys have uh, put both me and Will on. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, but as our solo acts, but we're playing uh, side by side, or like Will plays then I play. So okay, we yeah, might yeah. jump on in the middle and do a bit yeah, of the willing yeah, and able yeah. stuff. Um, it's real up in the air. The willing and able stuff's just like a super fun collaborative thing. It's nothing that we take super serious like we've got to be doing this at all yeah, times yeah. and stuff it's like it's a it, side project yeah like when it's on it's on so yeah. like if he wants to do his own thing for a while that's sweet vice versa mm-hmm. um but yeah no it's cool that the the melt guys were like hey like we put you both on we'll let you guys decide so yeah we've, we've, yeah. we've kind of we've kind of had a little bit of a chat about it but we'll see how it goes on the oh, this afternoon yeah bit of fun with it um so is there is there a difference between like both of your solo projects and the willing and able project, like are you, is it a different vibe or or anything yeah. like that, or is it still similar around the music you guys do in your solo stuff? Yeah, so I think I I I'm still trying to work this one out myself. Yeah, a yeah. Bit. Um, for myself, the way I describe it to most people is I come from a softer, like deep melodic prog kind of kind of uh like background. Yeah. Um, and Will really brings a lot of, like, the heavier techno elements and, like, the bushy kind of elements. Yeah, okay. So when we meet in the middle, the idea was to have, like, this really nice kind of blend between melody and, like, this contrasting bass, dark, darkness. But since we've both been playing together a lot and making music together, we've both brought influences from each other and now our solo sets are starting to include other sounds. (laughs) So we get to, get to this point where I'm like... You won't be able to do solo. It'll just yeah. be exactly the same. It's like, well, they're the same, yeah. per, same act, basically. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm always sitting there in the studio some days going, like, like producing or something and be like, no, I can't use that sound. That's too much of a willing and able sound or, like, vice versa. Um, just because it's not that I don't want to do them together, mm. but I do like the idea of having that creative outlook and creative freedom in a yeah. different in a different kind of space. Yeah. So I do want to kind of put a little bit of a, a separation between the two, at least yeah, yeah. sound-wise. But, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. I mean, the Willing and Able stuff's kind of really kicking off last yeah. couple of months. Um, yeah, people, cool. are, people are really getting behind what we're doing. So, I don't know, we, we, we'll see how it goes. Um, if the sounds do start to blend, we might just 
take it for what it is and run yeah, with yeah. it. Um, but no, I'm 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 loving working with Will. He's absolute genius in the studio. So yeah, no, it's it's been a, it's been such a fun project to be a part of. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's good that you got. Um, it's always good when you work with someone else who's like with. I've got a collab project I do with Johnny, who's the other yeah. owner in the yeah. studio. Um, we haven't really put anything out yet, but um, it's very much more ex- like it's like it's sort of like a blend of the two, yeah. like you said, our two styles. But it's very much like experimental, sort of like I love that. Um, yeah, it's like shit that like when I go to write stuff with him for that, it's like I would never write anything like this. Yeah, you push for the my own project. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think um, outside the box. And so I love that. And then I used to have like another one that was a, a breakbeat. Yeah, um, right. Collab with the mate. So, you know, yeah, like having a house awesome. project and then a breakbeat. There's, yeah. You don't really get crossover there. So yeah, it's, no, it's, that's it's cool, right. to, that's cool. Um, yeah. to do that. But um, And then, you know, like you do learn and bring some other little techniques that's and it. things in yeah. like from other genres, which is which is cool. Yeah. Um, I find it really helps with like writer's block too. You can kind of like, oh, I'm struggling with this tune I'm working on or I'm yeah. struggling with the project or whatever. Jump out and work on something else. Like yeah. whether like you want to go over to the collab project or you're struggling with that, you jump over your solo yeah. stuff. And if it's a different sound, different vibe, like you can jump in and kind of kickstart your like yeah. creativity and hopefully get through your writer's block yeah. a bit quicker. And hopefully get ideas from the other person too. Exactly. Like they'll send you something like, what do you think of this? Oh yeah. yes, I love that bit. And then, you know, you just go nuts yeah. on it and like, um, yeah, yeah, really like kick it off. Yeah. yeah. Me and Will finished an EP that way. Like he, he'd send me something. I was like, that is bloody sick. Like, yeah. If you don't, if you like have trouble finishing that, send it to me because yeah, I've got ideas. Yeah. Like two weeks later, I get it yeah. in my Dropbox. Like, here, bro, like, finish this up. Yeah. And vice versa. I'd send him something. And, like, yeah, we finished like a four track EP that way. Yeah. So it's cool as, and it's it's good to have that outlet, I think, yeah. with duos. Do you guys, um, do you guys live anywhere near each other or are you guys a bit of Not in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like an hour and a half away from where Will lives. Yeah. Um, so Will lives, uh, on the east side of the valley, I think. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, lives over near like that Gasworks or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Over there. Bowen Hills. Yeah, yeah. Sort of Hamilton. No, probably not Hamilton, but yeah, yeah. down there. Yeah, that way. Yeah. yeah, and I'm in Bodrum on the Sunshine Coast, so it's it's a bit of a trek. Um, yeah. So we do a lot of stuff through like um, Facebook message and like Skype chats and stuff like that. Like we just yeah, kind yeah. of we bounce back and forth that way, and um, it's 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 a different different kind of. Um, like what? What's the word? Different kind of like process. Yeah, workflow. process. Yeah, workflow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because you're not sitting there working with each other every step of the way. Yeah. Oh, let's try this. Let's try that. It's like yeah. his pure idea. Then he sends it to me, and it's my pure idea. Yeah. And we kind of almost remix each other's versions yeah, until we yeah. get to a point That's where like sort of this yeah. is the winner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's awesome. I love that workflow because it kind of it doesn't impose like, oh, I need to do this, I need to yeah, do that. Yeah. We just kind of come to a happy medium at the end of the day and it's it's been, it's been really good so far. Sometimes I find it better like that um, where it's, you know, mm. you don't actually meet up and do it because sometimes when you're sitting there with someone else and they're doing something, you know, really, yeah. I always say only one person can fly the ship at one time, yeah. you know, only one person can be actually physically doing, yeah. inputting stuff and doing stuff, unless you've got a heap of analogue gear and you're yeah. all just going Someone's nuts, on the other side which would be point. sick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like, yeah, sometimes someone's doing like, sometimes you'll be sitting there not really doing, you just sort of got to let them yeah, do their thing because they're on a train of thought. They're doing something. You can't always butt in and, yeah. and then sometimes they'll be doing something and you're like, 
I really hate that. I know. And you can't say it. You know, you yeah, got to just let them like flush the idea out. Yeah, yeah. And then, but and then you're there and you're like, or at the time you're like, God, what is he doing? And then he yeah. gets to the end of it. It's like, I'm so glad I didn't say anything. Yeah, it's come yeah. To a point. Yeah. yeah. So I find it real hard sometimes when you're both sitting there, yeah. but then sometimes it's really cool because you go, Oh, try, you know, like yeah. try this. Oh, yeah. And you come up with this cool idea that you wouldn't have come up with before. No, but cool um, yeah. and I think the other thing is too, obviously. What DAW do you use? I use Ableton, but Will uses FL Studio. Okay, so, so even if you were in the same of, spot, yeah. it would kind of be difficult anyway to work together. Like, yeah. So this way you're probably just working with stems and stuff. Like yeah, what we do you work, stems? work yeah. a lot with stems um, yeah. and just like MIDI, mm. a, a lot of stuff like that. Like he'll, he'll send me something, I'll be like, that's sick. I don't exactly love this sound. He sent me the MIDI of this, I'm going to recreate it in yeah, my yeah. aspect. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of just stem work and stuff, but yeah. it, it is so cool. Um, and it is like, it's a whole different process to how you would normally work on a track with yeah. all your like process in like one door, like all it, just sitting there, you can yeah, see everything. Yeah. You can, you can adjust every little micro thing with this. It's like, all right, this is what I've got to work with. It's almost yeah. like a remix and, um, yeah. but it is fun. I, I, I love it. I wouldn't change it really. Cause I've, I've come so accustomed to it now, but yeah, no, it, it is cool. And, uh, yeah, I love working with Will. Good, a good, um, a good way to learn that too. Working with audio, you know, because when you work in the box so much, yeah. and you're working with MIDI and you know plugins and stuff like that, yeah. sometimes it's nice or a bit different to just have the audio there and you know and yeah. like and you can do so much with just chopping audio up and you know yeah. and like things that you wouldn't have thought about doing. Yeah. If it wasn't an audio file sitting there and you go, oh, maybe if yeah. you can just change this bar around, I'll put beat three and beat yeah. one and move yeah. the others back and put beat one at the end. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. That whole little bar phrase sounds so way cool, different yeah. and like awesome. Some of my coolest favorite things <coughs> that we've done with like the Willing and Able project are exactly things like that, like rot like reversing audio and like yeah. almost trying to like reverse engineer what Will's done in a way with some effects and stuff. It, yeah. It's so cool. And um, yeah, you definitely get a different sound, but. It's cool and it is fun. What about like layering? Do you use a bit more? Because I could imagine like someone sends you a stem and you're like, I like that, but I want, you know, a yeah. crunchy sound on top or, yeah. you know, or something on top. Like, yeah. feel like it'd be a good way to work on your different like techniques of layering things yeah. and making it fit in together. Yeah, for sure. I think it, it definitely is a lot like that. It's yeah. like, um, I think for Will too, it's like I'll send him something and it's just like, oh, it's it's close but not close enough. So we layer, we we process, we yeah. like we chop and change and work on things and build a sound that wouldn't normally be something either of us would produce because there is those those elements yeah. from each other in there. And I think that's kind of where the beauty of the collaboration and the project is because it's yeah. it it's not something that it's like, oh, I can hear Kane in this song, I can hear Will here. It's like you get elements of both, but at the yeah. end of the day, it's something kind of fresh, something new, and something neither of us have really thought about doing before. But yeah. it, it works, man. It so works. It's, a, it's a true collaboration. It's not like yeah. you know, some of them. It's like one person just does everything, yeah. <laughs> like the other person just goes, yeah. "I like that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like this is good. I'll put yeah, my name on this that. is no, good. I like no. that bit. <laughs> it is. You know, it is a true collaboration. Yeah. There is a lot of backwards and forwards and a lot of working on it with each other, but. Yeah. yeah, no, it's cool as, and it's, yeah, it's, it's been such a fun project, like, the, the whole, like, what we started, like, December last year, we kind of, like, decided to kind of take it to the next level, yeah. um, and really focus on making music and playing shows and stuff, and just having fun with it, instead of just 
talking about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone loves talking about it. Yeah, it's yeah. So easy to talk about so, it. Yeah, and it just kind of fell into place one day, and it was like, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's run with this. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's give it a red hot crack. So, so yeah. how long has it, have you been doing the, that project for then? Um, oh, so I think, so me and Will, we made a, we made a track like mid last year. Yeah. Um, there was a, like a Kane ex boy with boat track. Um, yeah. It was like a remix of an old Claude Von Stroke track. Um, and it was really cool. Oh, uh, yeah, that was um, Rain Dance. Yeah, Rain Break. The Rain, Rain Break. Break. Yeah. Rain Break. Yeah. Um, I love that song. It is cool. <laughs> it is cool. Um, so, yeah, we made that. We just had a lot of fun working on it together. And that's kind of where we first found the process of, like, the remixing of stems and kind of yeah. stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, and we, we enjoyed it. We kind of sent each other ideas backwards and forwards. And then um, the Record Lay Recovery Collective were kind of like, Hey, we like what you boys are doing. Like, send us... Yeah, wearing the Wearing shirt. the Recovery Collective yeah. shirt. Too. Yeah, I, I, I rep the family as much as I can, but no. Um, yeah, and then so we were like, oh, yeah, shit, let's jump on this. We sent them an idea, and, like, not even 20 minutes later, I think they were like, yeah, this is yeah, the shit. Yeah, this is cool, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it's been, it's been so, so cool. Like, I love working with Will, and it's just been... It's been a really fresh outlook on, like, my music, kind of, like my whole music span because like he yeah. shows me so many artists and so many different ways of looking at music because mm. he's classically trained like plays violin and everything oh, so, cool. like, so he comes from a background whereas I come from a more technical like yeah. mathematical like yeah, yeah. process and like well it's good having that um, balance then yeah, too that you no, know like, it's but... awesome because like when I struggle with doing like my fucking like G minors with diminished ninth chord. Yeah. It's like in there, like, oh yeah, do this, do You're this. Like, do where's that. the ninth? One, two, yeah. three. <laughs> you have to count from the root. Yeah. One, two, two, three. Yeah. No, there it is. It's yeah. A... Oh, it's, it's exactly that way. But, <laughs> so, like, he'll send me stuff and I'll, I'll, I'll fix, like, the mix or I'll do, like, some of the, like, the more, like, super fine tuny stuff because that's where I like to nerd out and yeah, do my yeah. thing. And he comes in with, like, the real creative, like, obscure, like, sound design or, like, some really beautiful, lush chords. And it's, like, such mm. a cool way to come together. And yeah, it's been um, it's been a joy working with Will. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So how so like if he's got the classical background, let's talk about how you got into music because you said you come from a more technical background. Um, so what? Um, how did you first get into music? Like when you were oh, a kid yeah. or teen? You know, like how how yeah. old and what did what have you done? Like you know, how so, did you get into it? So this all stems from my parents. My parents yeah. are mad ravers. They are they just. The most awesome people ever. I love my parents. I'll, <laughs> yeah. say, I'll say that right now. I love my parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they were like, they brought me up or, like with like the old Axwell and Bob Sinclair and like the Goodwill and like Ivan Goff and all that kind of stuff. Some yeah. real solid like house backgrounds that came out like yeah. the Eric Prids and all that stuff. So I grew up as a kid walking through the house and that's what was playing. Like it yeah. was like in the car, we'd listen to like these old, like, Ministry of Sound CDs and, like, all, like... I love when you recordings. say old Ministry of well, Sound yeah, CDs. Well, well, <laughs> I'm well, like, that would, to me, that were just Ministry of Sound CDs. Well, yeah, well, well, <laughs> I remember I, them. <laughs> that would do. Yeah, well, well, yeah, well, that yeah. was the thing. It was, like, I think it was, like, Ministry of Sound 06. It was, like, a black CD. It was mixed by Axwell. Yeah. And it had Together on it. And that was, like, the most played CD in my car when I was growing up. And, like, yeah. that's kind of where I fell in love with music. Yeah. Like, I fell in love with melody and I fell in love with that nice like progressive vibe yeah um and yeah so like that's kind of where i got my my foot in the door with music i just fell yeah. in love with it from my parents yeah um then high school came around and they're like hey what do you want to do with your life and so i i did all my classes I was like all right sweet i'm gonna be a PE teacher I'll, I'll set my set my like goals on being that did all my classes for that but 
I just fell in love with music. I started like playing yeah. around with software and stuff and I was like, <laughs> got to the end of year 12 and I'd been, um, been playing music for like three or four years just in class, just like um, in the middle of art class. Oh, I got to go to the computer lab, like yeah. got to do my Photoshop project or something. I was just in there making beats and stuff and it was just like, you know what? Like, I, I love this, um, but I'm not going to go to uni straight after school. Yeah. I'm going to chase this dream. And the second I got out of school, I was lucky enough, I um, ran into um, a mate by the name of Robert, um, who runs Eden, um, yeah. Eden Events in Queensland. I think we've all probably heard of them. Yeah. Um, and Rob is, fuck you, mate, he's probably one of my best friends in the whole world. Yeah, he's just yeah. one of the nicest, nicest yeah, guys see. ever. Um, and he really gave me my first shot. Um, I went down and played a Sunday session for him in Southport on a bucketing down rainy random Sunday. There was like <laughs> two people there. Yeah. There was Rob and his business past, uh, business partner Matt were there having lunch and they were like holding the Sunday session thing. Um, when it was to, pissing down. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was pissing down rain. In this, Where like, was this at? Uh, Southbank somewhere. Uh, Southport and South Gold Coast. Port. Oh, so this is in Gold Coast. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. I, so I went from the sunny coast to <laughs> Southport, pissing down rain, um, no money. Um, it was not, not not a paid thing or anything. Yeah. It was just like, I want to play. I want to show yeah, people yeah. what I can do. And at the time, I, I didn't even really, like, I knew, I knew who Matt and Rob were, but they they were, like, just guys to me at the time. They were just, like, friendly yeah. Queensland guys. Um. I played like a Mark Knight, like real chill Sunday session, yeah, pissing yeah. down rain. Wasn't the vibe for it, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. had a good time. And Rob, like straight after, was like, "Hey man, hold an event to Platinum. Come down, try play play an open set for me. See how yeah. you like it, um, and we'll go from there." And it just kind of snowballed from there. Since yeah. then, Rob's been my biggest supporter. Um, and how I'm, did you I'm, meet Rob initially, though? Uh, so years ago, there was a conference that, you know, that electronic music conference yeah. that they have uh, so in Sydney, not, uh, okay, um, I think it's mainly in Sydney. I think they did yeah. one in Brisbane once, We've but... We've got EMC here, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, there you yeah, go. Um, yeah. Um, I don't think it's as big here, though. No, like, There's no. a bigger one in Sydney. Yeah, so I went down to Sydney with my dad one year, um, to meet, uh, a whole bunch of people that we had been friendly with, because at the time I was like chatting heaps with Dave Winnell and stuff like that. Yeah, Dave. Um, so we went down there and they were all speaking and that's where Rob and Matt first popped up. They were speaking there, talking about the events that they were holding and like yeah. where they had come from. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I just had a bit of a chat to them, but it wasn't like, oh, sick. Like I want to just like jump straight in and like jump on your coattails or anything. It was just like a nice mutual, like, oh, yeah. we're friends on Facebook, chat every now and then. Yeah. Like jump yeah. post kind of stuff. And then just when the Sunday session came around, he's like, "Hey, do you want to you want to jump on?" Yeah, and yeah, from there it's just been like buddy, buddy. Um, he's a big supporter of me. I'm a big supporter of him. Yeah, and yeah, mate, uh, it's just yeah, the, the, that whole Eden crew and the whole like that like deep melodic niche market mm. that we've kind of built, mate. It's it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, there. I have so to get awesome. down to one. I still haven't made it to one yet, which is pretty. Yeah pretty poor effort on my part to be honest <laughs> no, there's been so many on. and like even when i saw like the live stream one and like checked it out and mm. like, i remember they did a live stream and i like watched a bit and i was like yeah oh. i was like i definitely have to go check this out like you know yeah. and, and like i know pretty much most of the people anyway yeah. so it's like yeah. i'd go in and like you yeah know, that's like going it's, home kind of thing it's a mass, yeah. massive family environment yeah. like so we, we're having them at sub rossa and it's just like Everyone goes there on a regular. It's like yeah, such a yeah. close knit family environment. Everyone yeah. gets behind it, and it's just like 
it's one of those things where it's it's almost like home, like you said. It's like going back mm. home, going back to family. It's such a comfortable place and never yeah. like you can go there without preparing anything, without knowing anyone or hooking yeah. up with a party or crew or anything and just walking in and being like, oh, I know 50% yeah. of the people here. I haven't, been, I haven't been to Sub Rosa yet. Um, I used to always be there when it was Capulet, but yeah. I just haven't gone out yet. Yeah. So is it a similar vibe as far as um, it's very the people who go there, like the crews, you know, yeah. like the patrons and stuff? Because it used to be whenever I go there, I just start talking to anyone. <laughs> and they'd yeah. be real friendly, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you go to some clubs and you start... <laughs> Trying to talk to someone, they're just like look at yeah, you yeah, and just say, yeah. "Why are you talking to me? Like, who are like you know who are you yeah. like talking to me?" Whereas like I've yeah, yeah. I found that I even used to meet um, internationals there who would literally like yeah. go there so they could like practice like English and stuff, talking to people. Yeah, that, that's a massive <laughs> part of the audience there. Like yeah. everyone's super nice, but yeah, we do get like a large French or South American like yeah. population there that come through and they're just like they love like the the dark like techno or something they come yeah, there yeah. it's like oh this is the only place and then they yeah. they kind of become part of the furniture and then all of a that's sudden it, we're, yeah. all, we're all hanging out like six yeah. months down the track and they're speaking nice English and all yeah this that's stuff, it and you know it's like oh man yeah. if you can understand Aussies yeah. in a loud <laughs> nightclub the yeah, dark yeah. nightclub like you're gonna be fine yeah you're gonna be just fine but no yeah Sub Ross is um, it's much similar to what Capulet was um, yeah very similar patrons, very similar events. Like yeah. it's, it's kind of just been a nice reface. Um, they up the sound system. It sounds yeah. phenomenal. In there. It's got like, extra horn in. Yeah, so, just a bit of more mid. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So it's 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 better balance now across the board. Like it's yeah. already sounded really nice in there before. Yeah, but yeah. It's just like it's just a dream to go in there. Yeah. Um, like the sound tech Shane is just a wizard when it comes to all that stuff. So it it is yeah, a joy. Yeah. It is a joy to be at Sub Rosa these days. And yeah. Like all the staff from like the bar guys, the glasses, the promoters, the DJs. Yeah. Everyone yeah. across the board is a stand up person. I would like yeah. lie down and say like that is they're great people. Yeah. I, yeah. I back every single one of them. So. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. how. That's always how I felt, and like pretty much like it's a lot of the same crew. That mm. used to be there, um, like yeah. all those guys who used to play there. I see them playing there all the time still. You know, like yeah. coming back and playing and and um, but yeah, just a good. Um, I've always noticed that when I've ever gone there, um, just a good crew, and mm. I think I think it's partially to do with, like what you said, the people who used to go there. But a lot of it's about that music. Yeah, it's the people who like that music. Yeah, seem to be. That I've For found sure. really nice people. I um, down to earth. Yeah. It's not about the scene or the looks. Yeah. You know, it's it's like I, you know, I, it's cliche, but it's actually it's about the music. <laughs> you I, know, no, I one hundred percent agree with you there. And it does sound yeah. a bit cliche, but once you be, go to those events, you go like, oh yeah, like it really do. I can I can see why people yeah. get behind this. Like, um, it's not about posing and yeah, that's being it. in the latest fashion and looking. It, yeah. Oh man, I had I just had five pingers. Yeah, yeah it's no, not. It's not about. It's not going that there to culture. be seen. No, it's yeah. going there to enjoy what is being put on there. So yeah, it, yeah. It, it is. It is a joy to be there. Um, and yeah, a lot of the people do like that. A lot of us are like we don't fit into the normal everyday crew. We don't. We're not a top 40 like yeah yeah super fashionable bloody like popular people we are we're the people who latched we're music, we latched yeah. onto a weird subgenre of music and we've yeah. just been like you know what this is who i am i'm not this this I'm, is who i am I, my this life is who I am. Around this. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just imagining someone like who's like 18 and they just walk into sub rosa for the first time and they're like this is who i am now yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this is it this is me now <laughs> That was pretty much it. I, I, when I first turned 18, I used to go to Capulet. I've got to ask you about this, because yeah. I think we met one time at Capulet yeah. when I was promoting there. 
And oh, okay. you were standing right at the front of the stage. If you're looking at the stage, yeah. you're at the left. And you were there, like, almost the whole set. I don't know who was playing. <laughs> yeah. Someone, it was like an international. And you were yeah. just there the whole time, just, like, standing there, like, by yourself. Yeah. Just, like, loving it to the side of stage. Yeah. And because I was promoting it at the stage, I was like, dude, just come up here with us and hang out for a bit. Yeah, and, yeah, that's And right. we yeah. went to the side of the stage. I'm sure it was you. Yeah, no, I do yeah. remember this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, like, and that was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be, like, four years ago or something. Yeah, right? yeah. But, um... Because I hadn't heard of you or anything, and then and then I remember yeah. when I sort of started seeing your picture come up in the scene, I was like, that looks yeah. like that, <laughs> that guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that's one, 100%. Yeah, that was me. Oh, um, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I always wondered if it yeah. was or not. I was like, it yeah. looked like you. Yeah. yeah. No, I, um, yeah, I used to go to Capua all the time, um, basically just to see Hayden Bachelor play. Like, Bachelor? Bachelor. He's, oh, I, love, I love that man to bits. He is by far... The coolest man on planet Earth. Uh, <laughs> I, I I love him to bits. He kind of took me under my wing and like, I like I loved this deeper sound. But once I kind of spent a lot of time with him, saw him DJ, like man, fuck, he is up there with the best DJ I've ever seen. Yeah. Period. Like international headliner, warm up. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He is the best DJ, I reckon. Um, he yeah, he's just a wizard behind the decks, and he's just a stand up guy. Really, really good. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I basically just went every weekend to go and see him. Um, I didn't really think like, oh, I'm going to play at Capulet. It was just like, oh, I'd, I'd love to. Like, this is where I spend almost all my time. Yeah, yeah. But it was never like, oh, I'm like grinding, 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 going to get in there. It was just like, oh, I just love spending time here. And yeah. eventually the, the opportunity came where I did get to play at Capulet. Um, but no, like, that, that, it all stems from, from just the people there. It's yeah. such, such a cool environment. Yeah, no, it's it, it, it's a place. If you haven't been to Capulet or Sub Rosa. Sub Rosa now, yeah. Sub we should Rosa now. Sub, yeah. <laughs> such, oh, it's, sub, it's Rosa, right? Not Rosa? Rosa? I, I Rosa? Co- I couldn't tell I you. I still don't I'm know. Be, you you play honest. there, bro. I know, I know. I, I call it um, Sub Rosa just because I'm Australian. I yeah. have no idea if it's Rosa. Yeah. Um, I've seen the owners there a bunch. I'm still yet to ask. I've been meaning to. You should ask next Yeah, I, I'll ask today when I roll through, but um, no. I think... Yeah, I'm not sure. I think Rosa. I think it means something in Italian. I think it means yeah. Like, it's um, uh, it, it's it's, like, it's Latin for under the rose. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah, that's Sub, what it is. Yeah, Rosa, mm. Rosa, whatever it is. It means under the yeah, rose. Yeah, no, um, I mean that. I'm, I'm not quite sure out. what that actually means then. No. <laughs> yeah, not, under no, the no, rose, no. like uh, yeah, I don't I'm, know. Yeah, not sure, but yeah, something no, about love and music. I don't probably, know. Probably, they could know. do something cool there on Valentine's Day, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah full, full. Uh, yeah, boy George, fucking love, George Michael. I should say sorry. Um, <laughs> love um, tracks. Yeah. So what? Um, so you said you're sort of going for that melodic sort of style um, with your solo project, yeah. where it's more melodic, um, sort of progressive melodic. Yeah. Um, anyone at the moment you sort of draw influence from, or you might be like, oh, I'm kind of like sounding a bit like them or like some of my sound i mean i always find this really yeah, hard too yeah. when people say oh like who do you kind yeah. of sound like and you're like oh man oh. that's such a hard question um and obviously you never yeah. want to like compare yourself to <laughs> the, the top yeah. dogs that they'll yeah. know you don't yeah, want to be like sure. oh yeah i sound kind of like a little bit yeah. like you know chris lake you know or something <laughs> yeah, like that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, but don't um, put those is there any directional thing you sort of like at the moment um, sort of describe it as or you sort of kind of so i i wouldn't say i necessarily sound like these guys like i but i take a lot of influence from what these people do yeah. um 
Jeremy Alanda, I think, for me, is probably my favourite producer, hands down. Um, everything he does is just everything I'm about. It's real dark, club-edge stuff. The contrast with the really nice melodies, generally, like, something with, like, a nice high-end stuff. So I was, like, really nice, feel-good, like, yeah, breaks, yeah. kind of, like, intriguing chord progressions and stuff. And then it just cuts through with a big, dark, like, clubby kind of, like, underground yeah. edge. And I love that. Um, and a huge influence of mine at the moment is actually Tim Penner. Um, he's a guy out of Canada. Um, and yeah, he's, he's an absolute legend. He's a production guru, knows everything. And he's just like one of those guys that to me flew under the radar for yeah. everyone else. Like, I'm just like, listen to this guy. I'm like, Fuck, he's like so good. He's like, just like, he ticks all the boxes. He's just a phenomenal DJ too. Um, probably means he's going to blow up soon then. yeah that's what I see that's what I find yeah. happens with like heap of people it's like I'll be loving someone and like I'm like why is no one else yeah. loving yeah. like you know like yeah. what's going on here and then like you know like a month yeah. later it's like yeah. they've got a beat port number one and you're like yeah oh there it is this is why <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. they just hadn't had that chance to get yeah you know that that one track or whatever that just gets out there to the masses that everyone sees yeah and then they go oh who's this guy and you know and then check out all the cool yeah, music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They see their back catalogue and yeah. all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, Tim's been the best for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's a bit like that. But yeah, no, I draw a lot of inspiration from those guys. Um, like a lot of my inspiration comes from like Dirty South as like a, as a whole. Um, old Dirty South and New Dirty South. It's changed the sound up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was going to tell it the old stuff. Like yeah. I remember listening. Yeah. yeah. That was on those old Ministry of Yeah, yeah. There yeah. used to be so, Dirty South tracks. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, so he as a whole to me is a, a, my probably like my influence across the board like he makes similar music to what I like he's one of like the smoothest DJs ever he can do like a 7 hour set 9 hour set just yeah. take you on a real journey yeah yeah um, he's super clean super like professional but still a bit light hearted has like a really nice vibe about him across the board yeah just a nice guy and I just aspire to be like him as a person more than a as much a musician like cause yeah that that's like saying oh i, I want to be as good as axwell i want to i want to produce yeah. i want to produce like chris lake it's like i want to be the best in the world yeah, like, yeah. i want to be the best producer of all time it's yeah. just like it's one of those things where it's like you, you work towards that yeah yeah i look at him and i go oh i can take influences from other areas as well yeah. and not just be like oh that sound is good it's like oh i like the way he deals with people the way he deals yeah. with fans his social media accounts and everything yeah yeah across the board it's it's kind of weird, but, like, I think a lot of people subconsciously have an influence when it comes to not just music, but the way they perceive themselves and approach their, yeah. like, image in the scene, um, whether it's with their social media accounts, how they speak to fans, how they, like, yeah. deal with people on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And I think that's something that's kind of overlooked when people go, oh, who's your influence? It's like, oh, you go straight to, oh, this dude makes a sick bass line. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, actually, I kind of really respect this person because of their... A, a good person as yeah, well. As yeah, yeah, there's well. other things. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's other things to a person apart from just their music. Yeah, but uh, and we don't get to thing. see a lot of it. Yeah. You know, as well, that's yeah. the thing, like, um, you know, yeah. like you say about, um, you know, Hayden and, and Rob being, you know, really good guys. And yeah. Stuff. It's like, well, like you don't necessarily <coughs> see you, that on social media. Yeah. Like you just see them, you know, promoting gigs, doing all their things and that. Yeah. But then once you Unless meet them and there. sit down yeah. with them, you get... You get you get you get that other side to things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get to you get no, to sort of a bit more. Um, which is one reason that um, I think 
like this show, for example, like this podcast is cool because you get to know Mate, other things it. about people. Um, I love it. You know, there's so many people yeah. like yourself where I haven't really yeah. met them before. Um, and mm. then we sit down and we have a chat for an hour, yeah. hour and a half or whatever yeah, it is. It's like, yeah. And it's like afterwards, you're Stand like, up, dude. well, it's like <laughs> afterwards, like when do you do, how often do you sit down with someone and have a chat for an hour and a half? One on one, without been. looking at your phone, barely or go, been. you know, yeah. going away. It doesn't happen, so no. it's it's um it's really rare, um, and it's actually a, yeah real cool thing to be able to do this with people. And then yeah. afterwards, you're always like, oh yeah, like mates and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah like yeah, you know, oh, sure. what are you doing? Are you gonna be sure. out? Like, yeah. I'll come see you know. Like, yeah, it's, no. it's um yeah, it's real it, cool like that. No. Yeah, no, I, I mean, props to you for holding this because it, it, it <laughs> is really cool. Like I've checked a bunch of them out and they're, they're, yeah. they're really cool and they, yeah, exactly like you say, they give an insight into a person. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I, I like, I try and I think it's important to ask the question of like how you got into the industry um, yeah. to people because it's such a mystery when you first start. Yeah, it's like, how sure. do you start? Like, and there's so many after doing, I think this will be episode 24. So after oh, doing yeah. like 20 yeah. something of them, it's interesting to see all the different mm. ways that people got in, and yeah. then and then like there's some common themes, you know, that mm. everyone did this one. It's like, oh, okay, so you just got to like you know yeah, do this yeah. and then this. So if you listen to enough of these, you sort of you've almost you got a blueprint it, of how you it, can get into the music exactly. industry. No, it's um, cool. It is cool to see people's journeys and stuff. I think it's it's a great yeah. insight to who they are and how they yeah. work as a person. How they. Yeah how they perceive themselves in the dance music industry and like the local club scene and stuff, like where they not rank themselves, but how, how they get into it is a big, big descriptor. Yeah. Like how, yeah, exactly. How, how hard they've had to work or who they've yeah. kind of known and all that stuff. And even it's people cool. like talking about like, you know, depression and stuff on here of being, oh, being hectic. You know, I didn't yeah. think people were going to talk about that. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Like, I had no idea someone yeah. was going to tell me, you know, that their mate died last week and, and, you yeah. know, or, or like, you know, killed himself last yeah. week. And then, and then they talk about, you know, like, you know, yeah. the emotions and that. Like, but, I, I never expected mm. that. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's 2019. Yeah. That kind of stuff's important. Yeah, it's like, um, it's, it's like you said, though. Like, you don't sit down and talk to people for an hour and a half without distractions these days. So no. it is cool to kind of sit down and you probably unlock a bit of that. It's so like, some people just want to talk, man. Some people got stuff on yeah. their chest. Like, I'm lucky enough that I, touch wood, haven't had anything horrible happen to yeah, me, yeah. me personally yet. All my friends are healthy. My family's healthy. So touch wood. Um nothing happens in the near future but I, I can see how something like this would be therapeutic for a lot yeah. of people like it, it's it's a tough world out there so to sit down yeah and be given an hour and a half someone's gonna like like yourself gonna sit there and listen and like, yeah. ask intriguing questions and stuff mate it's 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 a big help for some yeah. people as well yeah, yeah. as and well as an entertaining thing for people to listen yeah, to yeah hey, yeah yeah it, it ticks so many boxes and i think i think it's i think it's awesome that you're kind of taking it upon yourself yeah. to kind of do all this cool well stuff. i even learn stuff from it too like and sometimes it's not something someone else says it's something you say yourself mm. and you say it and just the fact that you've actually yeah. said it and not just thought it hearing you it out loud it. you're like well, it just makes you either look at something differently or, or you know, it sort of cements it in your mind or, or you know, makes it sort of like feel, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. so different, like hearing a thought as opposed to just thinking it. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> yeah, you can you can sit on things yourself but until you like put it in into an action, like so whether you say it to someone or you do it in real life. I mean, it's, you, you kind of sit there and go like, oh, yeah, I, I think it, so it must be right. But until you actually yeah. put it into action, it's like, oh. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, I, I yeah. the right thing, or yeah, that's it. That makes sense. But yeah. So speaking of that, outside of other stuff from music, yeah. What what else are you into? What are you, 
I know your dad. Your dad makes surfboards. So yeah. Like, so you must be into you. Are you can you yeah. surf? Do you I, surf at all? Are you just like the total opposite in that respect? You're uh, like, sorry. no, I'm not surfing. You know, like some people like rebel against. It. <laughs> I'm not surfing. I'm not gonna yeah. surf. I know. I um. I, I grew up in the ocean. I was yeah. um. I surrounded myself with it, and and until I was like sixteen or so. I surfed every morning. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I was the guy who'd go to school with like a hardcore wetsuit tan. Like I'd wear my school uniform and I'd be yeah. white underneath and like hardcore tan above my neck. Just because you're just out. Yeah. Yeah. I was surfed every morning and it was like it was my thing. Me and Dad, we we made surfboards together. It was like yeah. our bonding. We 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 liked football and we liked surfing. Yeah. And that was kind of our thing. Which like, football? Uh rugby league. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, always gonna ask the question. Yeah, yeah, because no, there's, there's NRL, yeah, yeah. So, NRL, AFL, like you know, the, union, yeah, the, soccer, yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> it. So yeah, but um, so yeah, I grew up in the water. Like my my dad's just, he's something else, man. He is. Yeah, he's one of those people that you, you like you say, oh, jump, and he says like how high, like yeah, the, the yeah. dude goes above and beyond every yeah. single time, whether it's um like. With helping me with music, yeah. like he, like he's such a force for me. Like, yeah, like Kane isn't just one person. It's not just me. It is, it is a team. Yeah. It is like me and my dad kind of really pushing something there. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether it's with his surfboards, when it comes to surfing, like as a general, God, he's a pest in the water, but we love him. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. He just like gets every wave, and he's but he's good. He's he's yeah, unreal. Yeah. Like he like when it comes to football, he he's just incredible. He's just nice stuff. He's yeah. so determined and so outgoing like i'm going to be the best no matter what yeah, um, yeah. and oh, i respect him so much for it because i i i try to take that on in a, in regards to what i do but i don't have the ability to kind of pick something up and just be like all yeah. right i'm going to be the best at yeah, this. Like, yeah with my music it's taken years and years for me to get to a point where i'm comfortable with releasing music let alone yeah. saying like i'm good at this like it's like yeah i, yeah. I totally know yeah, that feeling yeah. <laughs> so but like he's just like on a whole nother level and i i love my dad to bits he is by far the biggest influence in my life and i yeah i just think he's absolutely unreal so when it comes to like surfing music anything like he's the first person i go to because i know he in his mind wants to be the best and if he wants to be the best he's going to do whatever it takes. So he's going to put me in the right position to do yeah, stuff. Yeah. He's going to be like, all right, let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. You want to do this? Let's try this. And he, he finds and he works his way and he's just like, oh, he's just an absolute mastermind when it comes to stuff. Yeah. I, I take my hat off to him because he is just someone who just so good at everything they do. But yeah, yeah. One, one day, hopefully I'll be able to be able to be, be like him. But yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's cool as. Um, yeah, it's funny, like, I've never met your dad in person, but mm. I've just seen him online, and, you know, you know how it is, like, you link up with people online, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. I've got, like, 100 mutual friends, or 130 yeah. mutual yeah. friends, like, well, yeah. Yeah. I guess we're probably going to see each other at some stage, yeah, yeah, and, um, but, yeah, like, sometimes I um, will send him tracks just to listen to, Yeah. just to hear, like, yeah. what do you think about this, like, yeah. like oh, I like that bit, and I like this, Yeah, know? no, he, he's, um, he's a very listener-based um, feedback when you send him music, so yeah. like, I send him stuff all the time, because it's not super technical feedback like oh you've compressed this too much yeah. it's just like all right this the needs vibe. yeah it's yeah, more yeah. about the vibe and i because he's not like 100 percent keyed in with all the like super technical side of yeah. things he just knows when a track sounds good and when it doesn't so he yeah, kind of yeah. comes in he goes like oh this needs to be more impactful like yeah. this break kind of drags on a bit yeah. long and he, he can't tell you what frequencies or no, what compression no. settings to use yeah. but he can tell you if it's yeah 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 what and needs I, to happen and, and, it, and it's really good because you kind of get your first 
point of call from there. It's like, mm. is a listener going to enjoy this? And so it's cool to send him tracks. I think a lot of people send him tracks these days. <laughs> he gets too many. Yeah. Or do, he gets. I mean, it's good though because, like, you know, he's got the label and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like he, because he basically started for Sawn. Um, is that how you say it? Yeah, Frisson Records. Frisson, there Frisson, you go. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, like, is it Frizen? Frisson? Yeah. I get Frisson. That, we get that question a lot, yeah. It's Frisson, Frisson. Records. Um, so, yeah, and that, that was kind of like his kind of step into it because he loved music so much. Yeah. And because I was doing what I was doing, it was basically just a platform for us to support upcoming artists, whether it's yeah. like myself, um, like Sam, who you had on like yeah, last week. Sam Rubino, Sam Rubino, yeah. Um, Will, who I do the Willing and Able stuff with, yeah. like, we, um, really trying to push, like, local young crew, yeah. um, because it's hard to get your foot in the door out there, like, it's so many people making music, so many people DJing that, you know, like, we were just like, you know what, let's, let's take it upon ourselves and we'll, we'll <laughs> find the cool, like, hardworking guys in the scene yeah. and put out music that we think is really cool that gets yeah. overlooked. Um, and that's kind of what Frisson was, it was just, like, an, an outlook for up-and-comers. And then it kind of rolled into having parties and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, everything that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. He's got to make money to operate. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, not a lot of money as a record label these days. So it's yeah. it's not even really about about the money. It's more yeah, just yeah. about like. But that's why you do the other stuff, the events and stuff like that. You know, yeah. so that you can sort of support it a bit, really. Yeah. So the the events are really just so like other people can have a red hot crack too. So it was yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. like it started off with having stuff. Um, with Paul, um, he was like live yeah. streaming our stuff. We were having events at the Frequency Studios. We were having yeah. events then at the Slingshot Bar, which is in the Valley. I think yeah. Sam was mentioning. This That's story. what he said. Yeah, yeah you guys back to back there and stuff. Yeah, so we started having parties there, and it was there was no money exchanging hands. All the DJs would play for free. Like, yeah, we'd yeah. get the venue for free. No one would make any money at the end of the day. Yeah. But it was the pub would make a little bit. Yeah, the pub. <laughs> would make, we we bought a lot of drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it was um. It was, it was just a real, like, all right, let's give the underground kids a go. Yeah. Give, give them a red-hot crack and see what they're about. Um, and it just happened we picked a real good, good group of people that have yeah. kind of all stepped up to be, like, really good at what they do. Like, yeah. Sam's absolutely blowing up at the moment with his pro stuff. Yeah. Will's killing it in his, in his own thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing the sub-roster stuff. It's, it's been really cool to see the progression of Fasson and all the artists that we've kind of backed and mm. it's cool. So we're excited to see the next little, the next little generation of what we can, um, we can bring through. And I think, I think that's kind of like the result, as you were saying before that, like, you know, Brisbane and Queensland is doing so well at the moment. I think mm. that's part of the result, like apart from Frisson, um, and then high tech, which is yeah. the label I'm on, you know, yeah. both labels that are looking to give up and coming people a go. Yeah. That they're not really in it just to make money or be the popular label. They yeah. just want to help, uh, you know, local, young and up-and-coming yeah. guys, you know, get into the scene yeah. and, and have that, oh, yeah, I've got a release on a label, so when you send to another label, they're like, yeah, yeah, oh, they've sure. got one on a you know, someone thinks their music's cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, for sure. It's, um... Um, and I think that maybe is like a flow-on effect from, you know, the last, yeah, you know, yeah. of that happening, and now you've got, sure. you know, you've got that whole sub um, almost call it the Subrosa crew. Yeah, and it's like, like a family. Yeah, it's I like think. Eden Frissa. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like all that that whole melodic techno sort of like yeah, crew. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like you know it's sort of thriving because so many of you guys are releasing music and yeah, you know, well, and it, actually doing things it, in the industry. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool to kind of put in our two cents when it comes to that stuff. So yeah. like, 
we are by no means a driving force when it comes to Brisbane. We are not carrying Brisbane on our no, shoulders. No, no. Means. Not but you're an important that, piece. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I mean. You're, yeah. It's an important piece to the puzzle. Yeah, I, I, I think if we weren't doing it, someone else would do it. Like, yeah. so, like, well, it, that's the thing. Would yeah. they, though? Maybe they yeah. wouldn't, and well, there talk, wouldn't be that whole... You know, yeah, you talk about the high-tech guys and stuff. Like people, I think people just know the struggle of wanting to get into a scene, get into yeah. the industry, whether it's holding events, getting yeah. releases on labels and stuff. So I think we're just kind of sitting there being like, yeah, all right, like... Like, I know I struggled, when, like, especially before I was 18, for anyone to pay any attention. Like, oh, you're under 18, your music's going to suck. Oh, you're under 18, you're going to yeah. be a terrible DJ. Like, everyone just kind of, like, blocks you off immediately. Yeah. And then once you turn 18, people might start to listen. So yeah. what we were doing is just, like, opening our doors to anyone who wanted to send us music. Like, yeah. we were releasing music from a 16-year-old from Canada at the time and stuff yeah. like this. And it was, like, it was cool. It was just, like, people wanted to have a crack. Yeah. And... Like, if, if we thought you deserved it or if you thought the, the music was good, if you're yeah. a nice person or whatnot, like, yeah, yeah. The, our door was open for you to have a go. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I think that definitely helps because you, you're supporting a a good a good scene. You're not supporting, like, negative people or, like, yeah. fake people. You're supporting people who are out there trying their hardest to yeah. be who they want to be. Ambitious. Ambitious, like, hard... Right foot forwards, you know, like, actually trying, people. yeah. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and that's kind of what we wanted to promote and that's kind of what we wanted to work with. So I think that it does help when you kind of push that into the forefront of people's, like, social media feeds and their events and stuff. You go, like, yeah. oh, these are good people. Like, these aren't fake, like, full pre-planned sets, ghost-produced artists. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like... These people, we believe in these people. Yeah. Um, and we want you to as well. So yeah. kind of like we put that out into the world and I think that does definitely help yeah. um, help a growing scene. Like, because Brisbane, a couple of years ago, pretty quiet, like it had its moments. Like, um, like a couple of clubs were closing down, nights were going a bit quiet and stuff. And yeah. probably like the last year to like 18 months, things have really started thriving again. Yeah. It is so exciting to be a part of it. It's picking back up, be, isn't it? Be yeah. a part of the growing Brisbane scene. But yeah. No, it it has been cool to be a part of all of that. Yeah, I think it's important um, because one thing I mean, like you know, you can play gigs around Brisbane for years and years and years as much as you want, yeah, and no one will take notice. Yeah, <laughs> but when you start releasing music that then is going to like a global audience, for sure, I feel like you sort of get props because then all of a sudden people in other cities know who you are. Yeah. And so, cool. you know, like, and so then even the people in Brisbane who have seen you play all the time, yeah, their friends who don't live in Brisbane know who, might know yeah. who you are. Yeah. And, and I think that's why, and that just gives an extra prestige. And, you know, I think because so many, yeah. there's so much music coming out of Brisbane at the moment. Yeah, oh, um, great. You know, I think that's what's really then driving it. People are going, you know, we've yeah. got, almost got our own thing. Well, yeah. like, I reckon we're like that far away, like yeah. doing a small bee's dick. <laughs> thing with my yeah. hand for everyone listening. Yeah. We're that far away from like having like our own, um, you know, like Melbourne's known for their yeah. music thing. I was, like I think yeah. we're. I feel like we're so close. We, we really we're like are. we're really we close to being like um, yeah, yeah. To, to that kind of and maybe not on on their levels and stuff, but having like a solid um, so, scene, a solid scene of yeah, people yeah. making music, not just playing, yeah, like yeah. making music. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's it always has been here, but just not in big numbers. Yeah, well, you know? everyone's always like, oh, you, you can only do so much in your hometown, then you've kind of got to go to Melbourne or yeah. you've got to go to Europe. And yeah. a lot of people go to Melbourne and then go to Europe. Yeah. 
But the way things have been going at the moment, like Brisbane's a viable option now. Like you can, yeah. you can play gigs all weekend. You can support some of the biggest artists in the world. Like, yeah. look at what's happening tonight. The Met Diplo's playing there. Melo's playing downstairs in the yeah. Coco Room. That's nuts. Yeah. Like last weekend we had uh, Yotto here. Like on Friday night we had Roy Rosenfeld for all the the, the deep fans out there. It's like yeah, it's it's not just like a city people skip anymore. It's not yeah. not like international acts come over and they go like oh just Melbourne and Sydney and out. Yeah, it's people people come to Brisbane and people like Brisbane now. It's yeah. like it has its moments where it's like oh it's that, that's Brisbane for you. But at yeah, the same yeah. time it's like fuck Brisbane is killing it at the moment. Yeah, like, yeah, are doing really really well. Yeah. And, mate, it's so cool to be a part of and watch it grow. Um, and like you said, like, we push towards something like a, a mini Melbourne scene. And kind yeah, of yeah. Get our own little reputation for having our own little bit of a sound, a bit of, like, a scene and stuff, which is... Yeah, um, yeah. Super, super cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, like, production stuff, you, I'm an Ableton user as well, yeah. obviously, as you can see by my laptop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, um... So, is there anything in production you're loving at the moment? Maybe any new techniques or plugins or sample packs or, or anything um, that you really... <laughs> so a chord is, progression, yeah, a, yeah. a chord, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Is there anything you're, yeah. you know, you're really sort of, yeah. at the moment, you're like, oh, I've been uh, using this heaps. Yeah, I've been this, doing this all the time, yeah. The giveaway, your secret tips. <laughs> yeah, this is, the, this is the give us your gold yeah. segment in the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Um, Any, anything you, yeah, so you're I, really I, loving? I, so yeah, I'll, I'll throw out a sample pack out there, which I'm yep. loving at the moment. Actually, I have no idea how to pronounce it. It's uh, by the Kind Music or Kind Music guys. There's these guys out of Berlin that are doing some awesome, right, really deep Afro-inspired house stuff. Oh, sweet. Um, Afro-inspired house. Afro, like, Afro, like real, like clunky, obscure Afro yeah. stuff. But mate, the samples. Yeah. In it, yeah. It, it's um, Kind Music. Uh, it's it's a sample pack by a guy called Rampa. Yeah. Um, and it's like every drum hit you've ever wanted in your life. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a little bit pricey. It's not on Splice, but it yeah. is It is awesome. And that's been saving, not saving my life, but it's been making it so much easier. Same yeah. Like, so is it, what is it? What's in this sample pack? Is it mainly it, drums or yeah, is it, it other stuff or is it, it all mainly drums? It, uh, I that's mean, what I, you use. Yeah, I use it for my drums basically because yeah. it, it is just so clean. It's well sampled. It's such a, got, got a good to get that. I've already got yeah. like a million, like yeah. a million. You can never have I've enough. still got like a yeah. million and ten drum samples, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, I'm always keen for some more. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, I just got myself a Korg mini log. Um, oh yeah, mate, that's it. That's a joy to play. The mini log, yeah, the mini log. So the mini log's polyphonic. And the uh, monologue is yeah, mono, yeah, yeah. obviously um, monologue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I got the poly one, and yeah, yeah. It was uh, my my mum and dad's present to me for my twenty first, yeah, and I was sick. like, "This is the coolest bloody thing ever." I've been playing. So that's your favorite new thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that is my favorite new thing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm yet to use it in like a finished track or anything. Yeah, I've just, yeah. just kind of like the last like You're still like two weeks ago. It. Two weeks ago, I got all the pa- the, the the patch cables and stuff to like yeah. hook it up with my system and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's sitting there beautifully. Like I, I just love ready playing to roll, that. ready yeah. to roll, son. But uh, that's that's not ev- not not something everyone can just get their hands on. Yeah. So, but no, that I'm loving that at the moment. And yeah. just. Um, stereo processing, like a lot of, lot yeah. of just like panning and like high end splits and like yeah. mid side um, EQing and stuff. Like, yeah. I think it's really overlooked in a lot of production. Like, people just get their samples, slap it in, yeah, and things sound very straight, very flat. It's cool to kind of give, bring a bit of life to the sides of your track and give give the track a bit more breathing room and stuff. And I think, like, 
that's the first thing I do when people come to me like, oh, wait, what do you reckon I can fix with this? It's like, all right. So let's look at your stereo, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, for, first things first, you've got like four hi-hat tracks here. Let's spread them. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Let's get some, let's get a little bit um, of breathing room happening. I remember um, we do a thing called Diffuse Sessions um, mm. where we, we go and get in the studio with five or six other producers. Yeah. Everyone brings tracks. We just give yeah, yeah. feedback like in person like yeah. we all sit in the room let's go, oh this bit do that you know yeah, like no, do this awesome. like yeah that's cool that's... um and when uh harry was here odd mob yeah yeah he um he was like he's like oh he had, he gave the best description of like stereo like what it yeah. is and he's like i felt like when i used to make music before i was focusing on stereo imaging that yeah. i was writing music in 2d yeah and then as soon yeah. as i like learned about stereo imaging he's like yeah. everything just became 3d yeah. to me like, and that's the best that's the best description of it yeah. so because i always heard like stereo imaging like a big part of it but yeah. i never like i kind of just did like oh yeah i just pan this a little bit to the side but i never yeah. really put a lot of focus on it yeah um and yeah i 100 percent get it now like, i can listen to a track and i like hear this over here and hear that over on the left side or whatnot do like, you do you do much to uh check like mono compatibility like when it's yeah. Back in money, do you yeah. much checking? Because that's really important for clubs because for sure. a lot of clubs I think Subrosa well, I I know that Capulet was in stereo. Yeah. Um and Subrosa probably would be still because Shane's so. there and it's just so, a bigger yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. Um but like a, a lot, lot of clubs, clubs yeah. are in mono, you yeah. know. So like I've I've had times where, you know, someone sent me a track and I've listened to it and gone, Man, this is like dope. Like yeah. this track's really sick. Yeah. And then I've like taken to it to a club and it's like a friend's track that's yeah, not yeah. out. I've taken it to a club and played it and it just sounds flat and yeah. weak and yeah, it's because it the that. they haven't checked the compatibility. Yeah. So like you've got phasing and stuff going on. Yeah. I was like, What's going on? This track sounded way <laughs> yeah. better at home. Yeah, no, it is a big part of it. And I think like production <laughs> is as much as you make it. So like if you go in there and if you look at one thing a lot there's also another side that that's affecting like you look yeah. at compression like you're like oh yeah see that's going to bring up the volume of tracks but then you're ruining your like dynamic range dynamic, of the track yeah. or, transient or, squashing yeah. your transient yeah exactly you look at your stereo image you send and shit all over the place but then you worry about yeah your phasing and stuff when you put it back in mono yeah. Um, like, yeah, there's so, there's so many things that affect something else in production. So I think, <laughs> I think if you're going to look at a technique, always look at what it affects. Like, yeah. so like people go, jump in the studio and it's like, oh yeah, sweet. I put like parallel compression on my kick drums. Like just be aware of what that's going to yeah, affect yeah, in other areas. Like, stuff, look yeah. at this, like people put like, um, multi-band compression on areas or like, they just like get a little bit willy nilly with pro processes they hear about like oh yeah. yeah i heard like someone said to do this so i do it yeah but that process also means you need to do something else yeah over here or you have to like... understand the technique yeah, like you can't so... just use a technique and not understand yeah, it like that... if you don't yeah yeah you, you will get found out pretty quick so yeah. i i oh yeah Produ- production is one of those things where it is the the more you look, the more you find. Yeah, it's no, just like I almost, a rabbit hole. I'm always at the point now where I don't want to learn anymore because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. then I know I'm going to have to learn this new thing yeah. and then I'll learn, not yeah, see this oh, and I'll go and, you know, yeah. and you just be on YouTube for like four hours watching tutorials and you're like, oh, yeah. you're like, fuck, I need to write music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you spend more time writing and then writing. And <laughs> you just get stuck there on it. Yeah, yeah it, it is a part. You've got to, you've got to learn, you've got to teach yourself these cool yeah. things to progress as a musician and stuff, yeah. but it is... Yeah, it is an interesting thing. So yeah, like you, you talk about that, and it's um, for a lot of upcoming producers, I I would say just understand what you're doing. And yeah. Like, like really, like look at it. Like people, like I was given lessons for a while and stuff, and it was, it's really cool. 
um, that people like look to me for guidance, but then it's like, all right, go and put that in action. Like, yeah, yeah, you gotta <laughs> do the work. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like it's, it's all about the work. Yeah, like. yeah, it's uh, but it's cool. It's cool. It's it, it's part of what I love about production is yeah. such an in depth thing, and like you can learn at your own pace. And everyone's got their own way for doing stuff. So, like, you can jump in. Yeah. Like, the way I tune my kick drums or the way I, like, do my mix downs or whatever, compl- probably completely different the way you I do I always things. say, the like, a, a great example for how everyone does stuff different is side chaining. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you it's can the, go LFO tour, you've got yeah. Kickstarter, you can use side chain compression, yeah. you can use volume editing. Yeah. Like, you know, there's all these techniques. And it's I, like, it all does the... It's all to do yeah. the exact same principle. Yeah. But, but all these different techniques yeah. and... I sort of feel that's how you develop your own sound is you yeah. choose all the techniques to do things that yeah. you like yeah. and that you like the sound of and then yeah. that, when they all add up, oh, that's sure. your sound, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, so if you just... That's why I always think Small learning's things. so important to yeah. keep learning new techniques because you might learn a technique that when you add that into your sound... Like, can, can like complement said, it. Yeah, and can make it yeah. change everything and yeah. then it's like, oh, and you know, and you've just you've just totally changed your sound and it might be really unique or cool, you yeah, know, that, yeah. that other people don't have. So yeah, no, it's like, you know, get, um, keep, keep learning forever for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a big part of it. Everyone has their own process with things. And like I said, I, I think I've done every single one of those side chaining options. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you work but which one do you with, use now? Uh, the one I use What's now. What's your go-to? LFO tool now. But yeah, I, that's I, what I use as well. Uh, yeah. I, I use that a lot because like, I was using like a ghost kick and like um, side chain yeah. compression Such for a, a lot yeah. of the time. Um, when I first started, I was doing volume automation. Um, I tried Kickstart for a while. wasn't a fan, to be yeah. honest. Um, but, yeah, I, each their own. But, yeah, I, I use LFO Tool because I do a lot of, like, um, untimed, like, modulated synth stuff now for, like, yeah. volume and cutoff automation and stuff. So, yeah. like, I, I kind of use that as a tool for my kick drums and then I know how it works so I can put that on a synth. I can do, do weird stuff yeah. and I can really abuse the techniques in that. Like, I use it yeah. for... Stuff that it might not normally be used for Creative by everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of push push the boundaries like I can with that and trying. I don't mind using it to do like you know like wobbly type stuff yeah, to yeah. give movement to something. Yeah, cool. You can just pull it right up. So you know, like yeah, don't do fucking like a, slam it so it's yeah, going well, well, well. So it's just like yeah, doing do a little bit real of small stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah wobble cool. and, and, and give give a track a bit more movement, a bit more like yeah, so it's yeah. Just not flat. Do you use um Max for Live at all? I use a little bit of Max for Live. I, yeah. it's, I only it's use of, a little bit too because I haven't really looked into it too heavily. Yeah, it's one of the There's a few things. That, is there anything in there that you like using? or? Um, to I be mean, honest... I like I, using I, the LFO, the MIDI LFO because you can just yeah. map it. You can map it to anything yeah, in no, Ableton and you can just like yeah have an it's LFO a, on anything. Yeah, that, yeah. See, I, I don't use a lot of it like in everyday tracks I don't go like oh this is my this goes on every track yeah, yeah. Like, I, I go to Max for Live when I'm not struggling but like when I'm a bit lost with stuff so yeah. like I'll, I'll go and delve through like the, the depths of Max for Live and see what I can pull out because there's some cool different weird oh, shit in so there cool, and there's some like People sample pack type stuff things, and yeah I think it's a big part of Ableton 10 too, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of integration with Max for yeah. Live and stuff well like that. yeah I love Max for Live like, like I said that LFO you can yeah. literally make you can literally map that LFO to anything um, yeah. and no, that's awesome. control that parameter and modulate it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so I even just use it to send it to some of the cutoffs in my um, Oh, yeah, synths. cool, yeah, cool. So just slightly moving. Yeah, just keep it, like, So it's just never hitting the same note. Yeah, that's cool. You know, cool. it, like it's, it's yeah. just, like, that little bit of analogue 
yeah, it's feels a, it's slightly small... moving one percent. Yeah, it just and not and not like across. you know like real quick, just just nice and slow. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. yeah, yeah, you're not doing some any crazy drastic stuff. But yeah, no, no I think so. That, yeah, that I love awesome. I love that. Um, yeah. Sometimes if I'm real bored or real stuck on an idea, I might. There's one called Big Riff Generator, and it just yeah, randomly right. generates okay, cool. yeah. stuff. Yeah, I used like change all these parameters and then it generates a MIDI thing. Yeah, that, I, was <laughs> using, like, I, I was using one for a while for ARPs that basically like you, you you hold down a note and it was just like a randomizer basically. Oh yeah, cool. that that was really cool. But I found it once I liked a section of it. If I didn't record it immediately, I was like, oh, damn, I missed that. I missed that really cool part. So you need to record it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like you can sit around. sit there like playing a chord progression for like twenty minutes or something. And you hit nothing, or sometimes you hit gold. Um, yeah. And then eventually, I was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna do it myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think Max is a great tool for, for the people who know how to use it. Um, yeah. I just never really d- dived into too much of it, unfortunately. Yeah, there's heaps of cool stuff like, in there, and it's always cool to have a play. And I mean, I've only got some of the basic stuff. Yeah. I actually downloaded all the free stuff I could initially. Yeah. Course. Like just all course, the free stuff, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh man," because like I've I use my Mac, yeah, and I've only got a five twelve gig hard oh, drive, yeah, right. and so like some of these, some of the <laughs> piano, some of there's a piano, the piano I downloaded, nuts, it was man. huge. It was almost yeah. like it was like ten to twenty gig yeah. just for because it was fully sampled, <laughs> yeah, fully sampled piano. Um, fully sampled all the velocities, oh, really? and all the length, the oh. note lengths. So like everything yeah. that you hit was Such like an actual library. like yeah so it was awesome. like huge awesome. or amazing but, but <laughs> like it's like having so a piano awesome. there yeah but and I was got just like, like four hard drives for <laughs> piano samples <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same with like um I've got complete oh ten, yeah yeah that's ten, awesome I think um and there's like mm. six different pianos and they're all yeah. three or four gig sample libraries because it's all similar yeah and it's like I installed them all and listened to them all and I was like. Man, I only need one of these. <laughs> you know, like which I mean, one do I like the sound of the best? And then, but then they've all got like variations, thirty presets yeah. each one, and you're like, oh, I like this Shit. preset on this one. And then you get yeah. another one, and you're like, oh, this one's cool. Yeah. Oh, this one's cool. Like, yeah, it's just an endless. <laughs> you're just supply. like, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I don't like those two. I'll just uninstall those two. You know? Yeah, just... I, I've got two hard drives now full of stuff. Like I got all my yeah. music on one, and like samples on the other, and it's just like. It's it's cool to have that much, but at the same time, I don't want to be tossing between like all my hard drives constantly yeah. backwards and forwards. It's, I had to do like a yeah. sample call recently, or I had to yeah. be like, I haven't used that sample pack in like two years. Yeah, I'm gonna use that and just like keep them on my hard drive, yeah. and then like just leave you like, all right, I use that all the time. I use that all the time. Yeah, that one all you the gotta, time. You got to be clinical with it, like, and then just be like, oh, these are like inspirational ones. Like I don't, you know, they. Yeah. I've got a I've got a folder called inspirational sample packs. Yeah, so right. like ones where it's like it doesn't have like my basic drums basic or use, samples yeah. or or effects or anything yeah. that I would use, but it's like it's got cool shit. Like I had a kung fu. Sample oh, yeah, pack, yeah. and that's where I, I yeah. made one of my tracks, um, Shaolin style. Yeah, just because okay. I got that, I'd had that pack for years, and I just went, yeah, finally got to Fuck, it. I'm gonna use, I gotta <laughs> yeah. make something with this, yeah. and like, you know. No, that's cool. Um, I think that's a big part of it, like, production wise, is what you delve into on a regular basis. I think like, everyone's got their favorite sample packs, so yeah, yeah, favorite kind of dark places on their hard drive to kind of go straight to that's kind yeah. of gets good results and stuff, so yeah. 
it, it's a big part of it, but yes, like sample management and all that stuff. When it comes to like the, so, yeah. the, the size of your folder, oh, I was scared when I right clicked and see like because I'm just about to upgrade my Mac now. Yeah. Um, and I was like way over because like the one I was going to upgrade to only had like a 512 hard drive as well. Yeah. I was like, that's just not going to cut it now. Yeah. But I like, right clicked my sample thing. It was like, get info. Like, how big is this folder? Yeah. Very, very scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like 340 gig or something. And I was like, holy shit, that's almost an entire hard drive's worth of samples. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, I had, mine how was almost like that. I had to do that. And then I looked and I was like, because um, I had all my music on there as well. Mm. And like, because I've been playing since like 2000 and eight yeah um right. one of my and i had like all the tunes that one of my other guys had who'd been playing for like oh. all my mates who'd been playing for like six years before all this forever all this progressive though. trance and shit yeah, like you know right. like fucking like <laughs> still laying around like, shit ah uh, i think so man i think i think it's on my other hard drive yeah. I, I found it and i yeah i had to transfer it because yeah. like yeah, but you just like never use it now. But yeah. oh no, like I've yeah, never even been in that folder in like yeah. <laughs> in like ten years. Yeah, like. it's like thousands of dollars worth of music. Yeah, but it's just like yeah. Um, oh. but like it's like so much music. And I was like, fuck, man, mm-hmm. I gotta get rid of some of this. So like, I had to delete it. I've got it all backed yeah. up on my hard drive, yeah. but it's like I like having it. That like yeah. I like oh, to be able to just go. Yeah, oh bang! I like I, you know, yeah, there's yeah. oh there's that track I was thinking yeah. of. There it is. You know, yeah. I suppose you can do it with Spotify now, but yeah. sometimes it can be hard. Like, I find, you know, like, songs you know maybe just the title of. Yeah. yeah. Can't remember who the artist is. <laughs> yeah. You can't no, search that online. No, no way. Or on no Spotify. Way. But yeah, you can go to your it, laptop if you've got that it, yeah. has it and yeah. you can search and you go, yeah. oh, there it is. So, um, I actually well, did that today. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to yeah. on a track, yeah. Uh, one thing I'm super glad about is the Beatport does not have a, you've spent this much money on uh, like, yeah, yeah. on it. I'd be so scared to find out my, like, entire account's total on Beatport. Like, there, there's going to be someone yeah. out there It's going to be like, actually, if you go into this setting and do all this, you can yeah. find it. Like, yeah, like, I don't want to know. I don't, yeah, don't want to know. Don't tell me, because I will look. Um, <laughs> um, it's so surprising with, um, like, I find it, these days especially, so, like, do you find it really easy to get on promo lists? I literally emailed, uh, yeah. I, I I loved this album that a label put out. Yeah. Like, compilation. Album. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is sick. I was like, yeah. pretty much want to buy all the tracks on this album. Yeah. You know? And so I, like, looked it up and it was like, it was like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, Short well, I'm like, I, I could pay that. And I was like, where's this label located? Yeah. <laughs> like, look them up, do a bit of research. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to email them. Literally just yeah. went to their contact email and just said, hey, guys, Love um, your last compilation you put out. I was wondering if I could get on your promo list so I yeah. can stay up to date with your music and play it out at yeah, clubs. Yeah. yeah, straight on. A minute later, yeah. I had an invite sent to my inbox oh, to go to their promo list. How <laughs> nice, how nice <laughs> and it's like, I was like, oh, yeah. sweet. I just, I just One, saved like 30, <laughs> 35 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. sweet. And over the course of forever. Yeah, knows? yeah. And then I can get, yeah. and then, I, and yeah. then when I got it, like, I got the compilation through, and then I got all these other, like, unreleased shit, and I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, like, what's this shit, you know, yeah. like, and found it. Um, yeah, I, I, I love promo lists there. Yeah. They're, they are the best thing ever, but uh, it, 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 it's like, when you when you know a label's got good quality stuff, and you can, like, yeah. you go, you, like, you know what they put out as quality, when you see that little email notification, it's yeah. like, such and such has sent you an email, this. like, yeah. yeah, new promo from whatever label, it's like, yeah. oh, it's on, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is good. Get the USB out, it's going to be added right yeah, on, like, yeah, 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 no, it's good. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, 
I think I think that's a big part of today because there's so many DJs out here like you, like you would know. Um, yeah. Like just going through Brisbane, like, and DJs. Everyone's a fucking DJ these days. Yeah. So to stand out, you've got to be a tune hunter. You've got to be yeah. able to like delve the depths of Beatport or your promo list yeah, or yeah. fucking wherever you find your tunes. Um, and, and find the gold because there is so much out there so much good music out there there's too much good music there's so many DJs playing the same repetition of tracks like and I get yeah. like some people DJ clubs that require like re- repetitious like yeah, yeah same sort of music across same the board same vibe yeah yeah and stuff like that but yeah I think like for any artists that want to stand out, you've got to start delving deep and finding the obscurity because, like, that's that's where people go. Oh, you can't hear these songs unless you go and see this person play. Like, like for me, yeah. like I, I reference Hayden Bachelor again. Like, um, I used to go and see him play because no one would play what he was playing. Like, I I would go to his um, go to his gigs and just be like, like, how do you find these tunes? Because they're just so sick. Um, and I think that's a big part of being a a good artist, someone who stands out in a local scene these days, because like yeah. once once you hit the big time, if you're a producer, especially, you're playing a lot of just what you make, like a lot of your vibe, yeah, stuff. yeah, but and as, unreleased shit that people yeah. sent you, yeah, or, you know, uh, like it's, once you get to that certain I feel like level, it gets it's easier, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah. just check my my inbox, today. yeah, who sent oh, me, who sent me, this? Chris Lake just sent us a track, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but yeah, so I think like for all the, all the young guys, like especially like straight after like the your shot train like the second that ends the influx of djs on the market is just so like, many friend invites on facebook oh right? yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, and i hit them with this now whenever someone invite and i don't know i'm gonna get a skate hey hey mate have we met yeah <laughs> and then the, one Nothing. dude I, I won't call him out but yeah. it was like a tuesday morning at like yeah. seven i was getting up for work i get this friend request hit him up go hey mate um, yeah. have we met yet yeah. he, he replies and goes Fuck, he goes, nah, bro, we've never met. He's like, I'm just real cooked and I'm out of people on Facebook. And it's seven o'clock on a Tuesday morning and I was just like, oh, yeah, I, was like I was like, man, so I wish clean. I was you right now. Like, like cooked yeah. on a Tuesday morning yes. at seven o'clock. I'm yeah. like, what's on a Monday night? Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I want to go where he's going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you do. I want to get him in on the podcast yeah. just to find out what he yeah. did the night before. Oh, man, yeah, bring him in. I hope he's got an hour and a half worth of story, man. Oh, man. No, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I think I, I think that's a big big part of it. It's like yeah, um, but it, it is interesting. Like I love the Your Shot guys. They do some incredible stuff. Because you you were in the wild card. Yeah, right? yeah. So I and you won the wild card. Yeah. Um, what year was that? Was this? <laughs> You're calling on some memory now. Um, <laughs> wasn't last year. It was the year before. Yeah. So 2017. Um, because I went overseas yeah. in 18 for the okay. for the prize. Um, so yeah, I won I won the 17 wild cards and like. Yeah. The your shot guys they they get a they get a mixed response because some people look at it and go oh it's unloading hundreds of people onto the industry like it's not um, really though because yeah there's most so many of them who are just like oh, I didn't yeah, do anything just the same thing that was fun I'm it. done yeah yeah you know um, I'm obviously not God's gift to DJing yeah, so and it, it, <laughs> each their own like I I, I I personally have a big soft spot for your shot yeah. Like not just because I was able to lucky enough to like take it out and win it. Yeah. Um. I just love what they do. They're really good people. They they do good things for upcoming artists. They open a door for a lot of people. Yeah. Um. I think it's I think it's something that people could benefit from if they approach it the right way. A lot yeah. of people go into it, it being like, oh, I I I need to win. I need to win. I need to win. Um. 
and there's there's only one winner. There's like the contestant winner and a wild card winner. Yeah. All the wild cards you don't. To be win. honest, though, the wild card doesn't really count. No, no, <laughs> no. Because no, 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 it's mainly about the it's mainly yeah, about the main yeah, contestants. No, like, yeah, it is. You guys are down in the um in yeah, the, the silent, silent disco. Yeah. And then you guys are like we, we on get, like before the other comps even finish. Yeah. By the yeah, final. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's it, it it is about the contestants because it's like six yeah. weeks of training. Let's, let's yeah, do this. yeah. So it's a big big thing, but um. Yeah, so I find a lot of the the wild cards who don't win get real salty at the competition. They're like, yeah. "Oh, they just giving me like another hundred people every year to compete with and all this stuff." And yeah, it's like, yeah. But if if you're good at what you do, it doesn't matter how many people get dropped on the industry. Like, yeah. if you're good, you're good. Like, the, the, uh, yeah, uh, it's like I didn't, that classic saying of like, um, it's not like a competition. Like, we can all succeed. Mm. You know, like yeah, we don't well, have to. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, one person gets sent overseas, and that's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, the incredible, prize. Any one person prize. wins the prize, yeah. But if you want to be a, a DJ because you love music, fuck, if you come 37th in that competition or whatever, like, if you love music, you're going to find a way to do it. Like, the biggest the biggest setup is, like, um, Chelsea, uh, who plays a pro. Um, Chelsea Sharp. Yeah, Sharp, yeah. yeah. So, uh... She didn't win. She was in my year. Um, played a really good set. A lot of the judges liked what she did, but she didn't. She didn't win. She didn't make the finals and stuff. Yeah. Um, she is the most prolific Brisbane DJ around at the moment. She played. Oh, she Chelsea, played, you're getting another shout out. Yeah, so much love from all the gets, boys. She gets like forty seven gigs a weekend. I don't know how she fucking does it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh. like, so like, she's my um, representation of like. Don't you don't need a win to be a yeah. DJ? You don't need a win to be Doing good in the Brisbane scene. Look at Sam; he didn't win. Yeah. He's fucking smashing it at Pro Dance. Yeah, yeah. there. Um, he didn't win at the, yeah. in the Pro Comp either. Oh, he didn't win in the Pro Comp either. That's, that's, <laughs> he that's didn't win. <laughs> Rob Salt and Sam's win. Nobody. Like like Dippy didn't win. Um, Tiger Lily didn't win. So many people who didn't win have gone on to do amazing, incredible things. Like yeah. even like ones like the New New World Sound Boys and like some of the really big names. It's um, it's interesting to see people's outlook on that comp get so negative so quickly. I suppose it depends your expectation. It really does. It. it really does. You know, like if your expectation is that you're gonna win and be that yeah. number one winner, yeah, it's pretty disappointing when you don't win. For sure, because <laughs> you know? it's, it's such a good prize. Yeah. flown overseas and played a festival. You've never <laughs> even played at a club. Like. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you have no idea how to DJ, and you want to be. Like, you expect to be yeah. the best out of a hundred <laughs> or so people at the end of six weeks. Fuck, yeah. I think you can only go into it with high hopes, but, like, if you go in being like, I'm going to be the best, I'm going yeah. to, like, shake my ass all the way through to the final and yeah. I'm going to take this out, someone's got it, right? But at the end of the day, yeah. there's 99 other people who don't. Yeah. So I think it's all about your mindset when you come into that competition. So I, I love what they do. I think they, they give people a huge stepping yeah. stone into, into the industry. They open the door and say... Here's every promoter in Brisbane. They've come to see you play on this Sunday. Mm. Check him out. Like, here's fucking um, all these gigs we can set you up with. Here's, like, some photos. Here's everything you, you yeah. need to get your foot in the door yeah. in Brisbane. A lot of people just don't take that. A lot of people yeah. don't take it and run with it because they take it for granted. You know what I would do if I was going to be in your shot the first time? Please hit me with it. I would figure out who all the promoters are at all these clubs. Particularly yeah. clubs you want to play at. Yep. And after you've played, go and talk to them. 
Oh, babe, 100%. Just talk, just talk to them. 100%. And that, Pretend you don't know who the yeah. fuck they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, man, how you going? Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. be real friendly and yeah. inviting, you know? And, and hey, maybe that would yeah. be very daunting for some people. For sure. But, like, once you're in the music industry, you've got to get gotta used be. to that. You've got you're to like, I'm, yeah. I just go up to people now and just go, hey, man, I'm Jai, how are you? Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's you got to these yeah, days. Yeah, you do. You know? you, like, you've, got to, you've got to grind in the most social way possible. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like... But that, that's it. Like, I, I've been lucky enough They because I won, the guys get me in to speak at the comp and like they yeah. get me to speak in front of the students and stuff. They're just like, hey, like, like, tell us what your thought is and that is <laughs> that is my exact response. Yeah. Be the friendliest motherfucker you can. Yeah, like, go yeah. out there and just be like, all right, and make friends because one person wins but 30 of these people are going to become club promoters. Yeah. Fucking 12 of them are going to start running club nights. Yeah. Like, fucking 40 of these are going to be regular DJs. Like, be fucking friendly. Be friends with everyone. Because like, I'm still mates with the pe- people from my year. I fucking love... So That's what I like, mean, too. That's the other yeah. thing. Like, get... Yeah, create friendly. a little collective or crew of yeah. people who are all mates, you know? Yeah, like, and I, and that that's my advice to a lot of people is just, like, go out and just fucking talk to people. Be, like, because everybody is... Like, especially in this scene, everyone wants the same thing. Like, we all want to be superstar fucking DJs and tour the yeah. world, right? We At the end of the day, we all want to make that fucking beat point number one and tour yeah. for the rest of our lives and fucking see obscure parts world of the tour. world. Yeah. Yeah, every- do a world tour and get paid for it. Yeah, everyone wants to. <laughs> Isn't that the dream? Yeah, like, to have a tour the world and be paid for it. Yeah, people want to play yeah. festivals and yeah. play fucking Ibiza and stuff. Like, we've all, we've all got a very similar dream. So fucking just put your hand up and go, fuck, my name's Kane. Nice to meet you. Like... Like, and just start talking because yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's a big part of it, and I think, I think that's what your shot's great. It puts fucking one hundred and thirty people with the same mo- exact mindset yeah, in a yeah. room and go, fucking that that is mm. that is everything your shot is to me. Well, it's, a, it's such a great opportunity. Yeah, because um, you never get that again. You don't sit in a room with one hundred and fifty people who want the exact same thing, whether you're different genres and stuff. You never get that again. Yeah. So it's so cool. It's such a cool environment. And it, they get a bit of flack for putting heaps of people into the industry and stuff, but fuck it. Um, I, I'll stand by the Yorkshire guys forever. I'm waiting for someone um, who's like a fresh face to just really leverage the whole Yorkshire thing fully. Yeah. I've never seen someone who's won the main card, like, really just all of a sudden go bang, you know? Like, yeah. Which obviously is going to be really hard to do, but hmm. I feel like it's going to be not too long till eventually someone who's, like, a dope producer yeah. who doesn't DJ, yeah. has never put, you know, is yeah. just on that cusp, yeah, is about, goes in yeah. the main contestant, wins that, and then drops, like, a... Like, oh, yeah, I've been holding on this track for six months because I knew it's fucking dope. And then win your shot and then hit off the cart. And then, you know, I'm just waiting for someone's going to do that eventually. Oh, for sure. And, and, like, just go bang, you know, like, top of the, like, we'll just kill it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, mate, I I think it's a great, great um, interim for people to get into the scene and stuff. So if if you're a mad producer, you're fucking fucking closet DJ, whatever you whatever you are, yeah. fucking jump on that train because it's only there to help you. It might yeah. get a weird stigma. It's like, oh, you want your shot, oh, this, all that. Like, fuck it. Like, they, they're there to give you the tools to succeed. Like, fucking take that, man. I was gonna jump s- on that. I was going to say all the people, like, everyone in Brisbane who are, like, really good DJs who play at clubs. Yeah. Next year, we should all 
enter in the world show, like the world yeah. card. Like all yeah. like residents yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So it's literally just like yeah, no just one, gen- no no one's judge. Everyone's just <laughs> <laughs> there's no judge. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone's in there. It's like how yeah. do we judge this? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah, I've like, got we've got guys from the Met from Prohibition, yeah. Rosa, like yeah. all these clubs, like the best <laughs> DJs in Britain. Are like, yeah, like we're not even getting to have a winner this year. Let's just. That's what I mean. It's like you could. That'd be so it. dope. Like, yeah, it's like all the trainers and like Mark and the guys who run it is just like they're the only people to judge because everyone else. Everyone is just else in is it. just in it. Yeah. Everyone else is just in it competing, and it's like fuck. That'd be wild. That'd that be would a... actually be so fucking funny. How how, how mad of a um? Because could you imagine like a? It's imagine almost the, like the a... lineup of it as well. Like, yeah, it'd, be like, it'd actually like, be like, like shit, every bloke. It'd actually be like a lineup. It wouldn't just yeah, be yeah. like these are when everyone's playing. It's like this is the lineup. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like holy shit. It's like every every DJ you've ever fucking loved out of Brisbane yeah. on this one lineup. And yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'd be mad. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Maybe we should just get them to have a party for us. <laughs> I was gonna say like I haven't been to an industry party for a while, but um, yeah. I remember the old Red Bull industry parties. Oh yeah. Holy. F- Fuck, like, yeah. apart from just knowing everyone, like, yeah. I was just talking with um, Mickey Blue the other day about this, and, yeah, like, right. she uh, played that gig as Boats and Hose, because they oh, played, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. had, I think they were the one, you're sure, yeah, they think, did something, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she won, was yeah, like, like, year 2012 or oh, something, right? years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have been about that, yeah. <laughs> so they played the Red Bull Industry Party, yeah. and it was just when they brought out all those extra Red Bull flavours, so they had the oh. raspberry, the blueberry, yeah. And the normal, yeah, you know, and, and all the that. tropical flavors or whatever. <laughs> Everything at the bar was mixed with Red Bull, oh. so you could only get vodka Red Bull. Yeah. Like everyone sitting there Scotch just cheering in the corner. <laughs> oh mate, like, and because oh. I was like, well, I I gotta try all the Red Bulls. Of course, they knew. They, they, they weren't well. They weren't out even yet. <clears throat> so I've had so many oh, vodka dude. Red Bulls. Oh. I, I literally got to family, um, and George, the promoter, was like, "Mate, I've never seen you this fucked. Yeah, you can't drink." And it wasn't even like that. Like, you just drunk, drunk? I was like, yeah, it was like that weird combination. I'd be like, dude, what do you mean? He's like, you can stay, but you're not allowed to drink. (laughs) I was like, what? I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Well, that's that's the wildest prize you get as a Yorkshire contestant is a fucking year supply of Red Bull. That that shit. So I know the people that have kept their year supply of Red Bull. That's fucked. Like, they go to parties and they just bring mixes and everyone just then drinks and they give out mixes and stuff. Their cupboards are constantly filled with fucking tropical Red Bull and shit. Um, Hectic, man. I remember waking up the next next day when I woke up in the morning. And this is like, you know, like you said, 2012. Eight years ago, I was younger. I've never been felt that bad (laughs) after drinking, ever. I yeah. literally felt like I had 0% of water in my body. I felt like a prune. Yeah. I actually felt like a prune. Like a dehydrated plum. Yeah, I, have, I, have I actually called my mum and said, I, feel I am so fucked, you need to come and get me. And I oh never God. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually oh called her and said, yeah. I think I'm going to die. <laughs> you need to yeah, come and get me. You've, just, you've taken yourself to a state and you're just oh, dehydrated. so dehydrated, oh, man. That's Oh, and yeah. now, so now it's like... You got oh, a good story out of it, though. I might have one vodka Red Bull when I go out, if I have one at all. I only or have... Or two. Two is, yeah. two is pushing it. Yeah, two... I, I have one if I need, like, an energy boost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's well. what I mean, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah Red Bull's not a place I go to immediately, just just because of PTSD from nights like that. Oh. <laughs> I can't but it wasn't even the night. I had the best night. Yeah, no, no, it's, no not, not, not the night. It's how you yeah. feel the next day. Because yeah. I was, like, oh. I was a good level of drunk, but I was just real hyper. Yeah, yeah. And then, but it was just the next day, I was just like, oh... Oh, I'll tell you a funny story, right? I so much like that, right? Yeah. 
Um, I discovered espresso martinis. Right. <laughs> is this is this part of like is this Bachelor's influence? Yes. Yeah. He's yes. all about them. Yeah. I always so, see him with those like, yeah. espresso martini time. Oh, the the oh, swagger yeah. he has. Good night. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no. So espresso martinis. Hayden's like here. Have some of these. I fell in love with them. <laughs> and then New Year's Eve this year, oh, I was I was like sick, awesome. Like for summer having a party. I was like awesome. Gonna be sweet. We teed up with the club to have like a deal on espresso martinis for like the first couple of hours um just because like that's what everyone was it was like the dream yeah yeah, yeah. and it was just like see we'll get everyone in early have cheap espresso martinis have like a cool like little cocktail thing for a bit and i i started putting them away and like it's It's so easy to do it's so easy to drink it tastes like a cool like a cold brew coffee yeah yeah (laughs) it's like a coffee and it's exactly it but it still gives you like the hyper effects of coffee yeah and more importantly, the come down effects of coffee. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I, I think I had like six <coughs> or seven, um, and it, and I was supposed to play at like eight o'clock, and yeah. then I, I was supposed to play later in the night again. Yeah. Um, and I ended up having like full blown anxiety attack. Right. Like. Yeah. My heart was just going a million miles an hour, and I was just like started to like really freak out. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, this, like espresso martinis like just hit me like a fucking wall. Yeah, because you can't have. Too many, really. Yeah, like, uh, you could, I, yeah I, that was probably what you did. You oh, just went, no, oh, especially my titties. I'll just yeah. have 20. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> it was cheap. I was the DJ hosting the party. Sick. Fucking just down these, down these. Um, <coughs> New Year's Eve, too. So it was just like sick. Like, yeah, fucking New, party everyone's party. going large. Yeah, you, yeah, and it was just like, yeah, awesome. And it came to my set and I was sitting there and I was playing like directly after Hayden, actually. Yeah. And I was just sitting there and I was watching his set and I was like, fuck, how do I follow this? This set's awesome. And then I got my own head. And the espresso martini was, like, hitting me, and I was just, yeah. like, all of a sudden had this mad anxiety attack. And, like, I played, like, three tracks of my first set and was, like, someone get me out of here. Like, switched in, yeah. like, got um, got the next DJ to come on early, jumped on, like, reshuffled the lineup, like, on the go, and I, like, left and, like, went and, like, drank, like, a two-litre bottle of water and just sat, like, out in the middle of the yeah. street in the valley, like, having this mad anxiety attack because of fucking caffeine, dude. Fucking caffeine of all. I've things. had that before as well. Like I, I like oh. I'm someone who doesn't really get anxiety, but yeah. um, I sort of had it one time where I just had one coffee too many. Yeah. During the day, I had a coffee, and then afterwards I was like, I don't know if I should have done that, and yeah. I got anxiety like from it, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and I could recognize it. I'm like, oh, this is what anxiety feels like. like. Oh, you feel real pent up. It's yeah. Just like, oh. It was, mate, it was a scary time. I, at the time, I was, like, real worried. <laughs> I was, like, yeah. obviously having, like, full-blown anxiety, like... And then, like, yeah. water flushed it out. I had a toilet break, came back and smashed my clothes set for it. But, um, at the time... So I, you ended up getting back into yeah, it? Yeah, you ended up being all right afterwards, but it was just, like, riding that coffee high, like, like six, seven espresso martinis at once within, like, a space of, like, two hours or so. Yeah. I was just, like... It was too much. Not, not a good space mentally. Yeah. Had you drunk much coffee? Do you, are you much of a I'm caffeine? Not a massive coffee drinker. I am yeah. more so now, just because like I I work night shift during the week and then I produce yeah. and I DJ. So coffee's like a lifesaver. It pushes me through the extra hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not like a, I wake up. I need a coffee before yeah. I get like a headache or anything. I don't get like coffee withdrawals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just like a 
Well, I'm not like, I'm not like that either. But yeah. I'm like, when I wake up, I'm like, I want a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I want one because <laughs> I know that I'll just be more awake. Yeah. yeah. It's not like yeah. My old man and my best mate and stuff like that, <coughs> like full blown co- coffee. Like wake up, like get into it because like they get headaches and stuff. Yeah, like so I don't get that bad. Yeah, I don't. But want, I still I smash coffee. Oh, hard. Lo- love, smash love a good coffee, coffee but I never want to be reliant like that because yeah. like, that's like getting to a point where it's like fuck. If I need something to function, I don't want to be on that level. Yeah, like yeah. I, I still want to be able to be myself. Self, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I get that. It, it's 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 it was an interesting time, yeah. And then I I I, I want to have one tonight when I get into the club because like um the guys a coffee some, or espresso espresso much <laughs> just, just get in there and have a coffee straight just a coffee the the, the, the <laughs> bit of whiskey in it the the main bar guy there Axel absolute legend makes the best espresso martini right yeah but. It's like PTSD moment. Don't want to like do it, but yeah. like I'm feeling like I I had a massive night in the studio. That's, that's how I am with it's like you just yeah. have one. Yeah, and I'm that's just what like, you gotta do. That. You just gotta have yeah. one. You yeah, gotta... like, on my way down here. <laughs> Everything I was in like, moderation. Yeah, well, I'm, on my way down here, I was like, mm, I, I could go on, but I, don't, I mean, I don't know if I really want to push yeah, it. But I'll, I'll just have one, and we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it's it, man. A, like, it's a joyous occasion. Oh, that's so funny. I was just hearing rain um, yeah. on the roof. Everyone's gonna yeah. be struggling at listen out. Classic. Oh, I saw so many people. Wearing... Classic. Listen yeah. out. Bring your gumboots. Uh, oh, I saw so many people wearing white shoes and stuff, and I was like, oh no! I almost made a Facebook post to be like, everyone, like, look after your mates, drink water, and don't wear white shoes. And I was like, nah, I don't want to like and it hasn't, talk about like, that because it's I'm hardly, playing a different party today and stuff. It's, so. it's hardly rained for yeah, it's been, for so long. Yeah, it's been dry, yeah, hasn't yeah. it? <laughs> listen <I> out, son. <laughs> rain. Listen, I was still, like every. Every now and then when we're going through drafts here, they're just like, all right, eight listen outs this week, guys. <laughs> it's like every day it's scheduled for rain. <laughs> but no, it's... um Yeah, that's going to be... Like every year, I swear it rains. Yeah, well, that's oh, like I remember I used to go to... When we used to go to Splendor, and this is funny, I said someone, to someone the other day, I said, oh, it's, it's, Splendor used to just be a mud pit, like yeah. with gumboots and that. And they were like, no, it's never been a mud pit. And I'm yeah. like... I'm like, sure? I'm like, I'm talking like 10 years ago. And they're like, oh... I'm yeah. talking like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm talking like this year. <laughs> like, nights, yeah. bro? <laughs> it used to be, yeah. I remember oh, wearing... Um, those festivals. I remember wearing tracksuit pants, like like pajama pants, yeah. Ugg boots, and just like four jumpers yeah. and a beanie in the teepee forest. In the teepee forest? Yeah. <laughs> like, like 1am and I'm just like, yeah. Just like oh, stumbling dude. around. I actually had like a rat's tail I was growing. Oh, and really? um, my nice. friend was a hairdresser. Like Anakin Skywalker? No, no. It was like... only like short, like okay. two inches. Right, yeah. And then, but here's the beauty yeah. of it. My friend was doing hairdressing at the time, yeah. learning, and she yeah. was up to her hair extensions. Oh. So she put hair extensions. <laughs> so I yes. had this, I had this oh. ratty like down to nice. my ass. Nice. Just hair extensions. Yes. All these people coming up going, man, that's a sick rat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. cheers, bro. <laughs> put a lot of effort in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, put a lot of effort in it, you know. How like, is that? It's like, on an everyday basis, everyone would look at you so weird, but you go to a fucking festival in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, everyone's and everyone's like, like, that's fuck sick. Yeah. That's that's sick. I understand yeah. how much effort and time you put into that. Well, yeah. that I think you did. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's yeah. sick. That is full commitment to that rat's tail. I respect it. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that was so funny, though. Mm. Just, just, just um, a hair extensions rat's tail. Because yeah. she was like, I need to practice on yeah. people. And I was like, oh, I got I'm the, the perfect I'm the thing for you to practice yeah. on. Yeah, I, I love festivals like that. Like, I'm, I've never been to Splendor. I'll, yeah. I'll say that now. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, not, not the type of music I want to listen to. The yeah. guys who are on the TP Forest and stuff, that's sick. 
but for the trek and the journey and everything, yeah. it, it's not really my scene, but I fucking love it. But that's it. the cool thing like about that. it, um, but we, which is cool about a lot of doofs and stuff yeah, as yeah. well. It's because cause it's not, you know, I find that there used to be mm. all these festivals that were in major cities and, and the yeah. Gold Coast and Brisbane. Anyone can just go. You can yeah. just decide on the day, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah, like, listen out. Like, yeah, back when, yeah. like, Stereo and Future. Or, yeah, like, all that. Anyone could go. Stuff. So yeah, it yeah. just, it didn't end up becoming about the music and the stuff like that. To go to scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go to Splendor, you have to get online to buy tickets. Yeah, you got When they go on sale, yeah. you have to get the camping. Then, you, you know, so. You got a tramp, It costs you, you a shitload. Yeah. It costs you a shitload of money yeah, to go and do that. Whereas, like, you know, someone who just wants to go to stereo, just yeah. like, oh, here's a bunch of ticket, yeah. and you're there. Whereas more these other people, you know, it's like 500 bucks for your it's ticket plus effort. camping. Yeah. you got to take all your food, you got you yeah. got to plant, you know. Yeah. So I sort gotta, of like, I love that. Um, that yeah, that's why I was I suppose say. it's a destination festival. Yeah. Like a destination yeah. wedding, <laughs> but a destination <laughs> festival. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Like, I love those festivals where you got to put a bit more effort in. Like, I... I'm a lover of, like, the doofs and stuff. So, yeah. like, um, I was lucky enough to play Rabbit Seed Lettuce this year and, yeah, like, um, Elements Festival later this month and stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, I love those festivals where you kind of got to go out of your way to, to go and find this little, like, it's a weird experience and it's a place, but it's... It, no one really kind of expects things of anyone. You just... You go yeah. there and you yourself. You dress weird. You dress yeah. normal. Wow, if you want to do... You, you go there and you just like live in the bush for like three days you can't you take there's your less judgment there's so much less judgment yeah. people can dance how they want to dance people do what they want to do like um i just i, I love that aspect to it so like like i was gonna say i've never been to splendor but i really respect the people that go there because yeah. like, I, I i myself really enjoy exactly what it's about yeah, yeah. um and i think yeah i, I Mate, I, I love the festival side of things. Like, I was never a festival person, like... Yeah, But yeah. that's when I say, like... When I say festival in air quotes for people yeah. who can't see my hands. Um, like, the stereo and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, I call them commercial festivals. Yeah, the, so the commercial festival to me is just, like... It was, just wasn't my scene. It was... A, go there to be seen that you were there. Like, yeah. go there to, to dress up in your tightest shirts or your fucking nipple See, stickers See, here's the thing, like, stuff. stereo, I went to some of the first ones where, like... It probably was cool. Yeah, really it was cool. so yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Like, you took it, like, Crookers, Bloody Beetroots, Dead Mouse. Awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like, all these, yeah. legend, like, like, legendary acts. And then yeah. also, back in the day, like, a lot of the festivals used to be, like, you might have, like, one or two top-tier guys. Yeah, and then a bunch of Everyone else is, well, a heap of locals and then a heap of not top-tier. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, bit lower. Yeah. And um, back then, you didn't have Spotify, SoundCloud, all this. So, like, where do you find new artists? Yeah, exactly. You go to a festival because you You like the main headline dude playing. Yeah. Whoever it is. Yeah. And then you go, and then you go, oh, I'm going to check out all these people yeah. and you'd go and see them and you go, oh, this guy's awesome and then you'd follow them and then you'd fight, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so it was, you should yeah. be a great way to discover new music yeah, well, as like, opposed to just going because, you know, <laughs> oh, I want to see this. Yeah, all sure, these people sure. I want to see, like... I can see that. Like, I in, in my bedroom, instead of having, like, artwork and stuff up on the wall, I've got, like, old festival posters from, like, old futures and stereos yeah. and stuff because, like, before I was old enough to go to all these, my parents would get a poster from the venue or, like, yeah. a poster from wherever. Get one from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and bring it home and be like, hey, like, 
have this. It was like it, it wasn't That's like sick. I went, but it was because I was so into the music. It was like something oh, to have. All of those guys played. Yeah, that would have been sick. Yeah, yeah, and I've I've got like future posters and stereo posters or stuff up on my walls at home, and it's just like fuck. That's so sick. Like you yeah. look at those lineups, like the support acts or like and like, yeah, all this now they're those like, support these acts are these like, massive like, people now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just like oh, it's so nuts. It's so cool, and I. I Mad respect to those guys that were running those um, those parties. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, that, like that, that's no small feat at all. Like, to yeah. the logistics and stuff involved and all that is is nuts. So, I mean, yeah. like, massive props to anyone who was running those festivals. Um, and it's kind of sad to see them kind of diminish at like in this just got culture. too saturated and and too yeah. everyone trying to just make the most stacked lineup. Yeah, and no, it's not how it should be. No, no. Like, I don't true. want a stacked lineup. I yeah. want one or I two people discover. I really want to see, and then some other people I've never heard. Yeah, I want to discover. Yeah. I, I look at like Wildlands and Beyond the Valley and stuff like this year. Um, they've done a really cool job. It's one of those festivals yeah. that kind of reminds me of like that stuff because they've got like Rufus and stuff on. Yeah. Like, one of like big, big, massive international acts. Yeah. And then like a whole bunch of cool acts, like a lot of like deep prog acts that I really like that yeah. I know the masses don't know. Yeah. Like sixteen bit leaders and made in Paris and all these cool acts that like you don't normally see on a festival lineup coming to Australia. I'm like, fuck, that's cool. Like, I, I can get behind this. Yeah, they've kind of found a middle ground between the Bushdoof and the commercial festival. I think that's I what think they need cool. to do now because you've got so, like Bushdoofs are so niche, they're, so niche, but they're doing so, like I feel like they're really popular. At oh, the I fucking love. Them. Like yeah. you know what I mean? They're huge. Yeah. The festivals have yeah. sort of gone away, and yeah. it's gone more to the Doof mm. because it's a bit more underground. And, yeah. and I feel like they're super popular, which is awesome. But yeah. I think to – and I think you've still got – you've got yeah. less festivals, but yeah. they're, like, all selling out yeah, because yeah. Cause there's yeah. less. Yeah, yeah. And there are all, all these commercial people. So I feel like yeah. there needs to be that middle ground where yeah. you get some of the doof acts, yeah, yeah. some big sort of more commercial sort of acts, yeah. and you go – Hey guys, let's yeah. meet in the middle and do something cool together. You yeah. Know? Well, like, you, you say that because it's like – the there's this Melbourne doof called um, Rainbow Serpent. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's heard of Rainbow Serpent Festival. Yeah. Last year, twenty six thousand people went to that. Yeah. Imagine that. That's that's, that's a lot cool. of people. That's for a bush doof. Imagine that many people trying to find a fucking camping site. Like, I guess it's it's much like Splendor in the sense. Of, like, <laughs> yeah. that's so many people going to see obscure dance acts and stuff like yeah. people that are into their side trance or their techno or the deep progressive or yeah. that fucking glitch hop or like whatever you're into like 26,000 people that's nuts man like yeah that's that's why a... your ticket costs that much yeah, <laughs> because yeah. they've got to figure that shit out yeah. and have people to tell oh, you hey man you're you yeah. got to go that way and then you got to go yeah. down there oh, and to the right yeah, and then no, turn sure. around three times and you know yeah and like um yeah, so I, I'm mad respect to all those people that run festivals and stuff because they, they give us as artists a, a place to dream of playing, basically. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's not just an international thing anymore. It's like, fuck, if I want to play fucking Rainbow Serpent, if I get booked for that, I know I'm fucking top tier because, like, that's that's a festival you don't laugh at. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, much like you, like, you probably see, like, the Bohemian Light with Chris Lake and all those kind of guys. And yeah, it's yeah. just like, fuck, that'd be mad to be a part of. Like, yeah. there's so many cool, cool festivals out there and so many cool things popping up in Australia. Like, we had, like, a bit of a low period for a couple years and everything was yeah. kind of, like, low-key and everyone's like, oh, fuck, where are the festivals? Where are the festivals? Man, the festivals are here now, man. Yeah. Grab onto it. Like, you might, there might not be stereo and, like, yeah. future. And you might have to put a bit of effort in. You yeah. Know? You might have to... 
driving our uh, yeah, camp. But, yeah, but you've got yeah. like even even so you've got like Wildlands, Listen Out, um, yeah, yeah, like Beyond the Valley, like um, Pitch Music Festival, like all these massive yeah, ones. There are heaps still. Yeah, but like still around. the time is now for people who say they love music festivals. Like it, yeah, it, like especially coming from like October to like April. Yeah. Every month there's got this to be is festival summer. season. Yeah, yeah. We're like, back in festival season, right in the swing of it. Yeah, so I, I, I think the days of people saying like, "Oh fuck," like where are the festivals gone, they need to be over because people, people still say us. Some people, oh, I remember the days of festivals, and it's like, well, fuck, just look, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just not your commercial. Yeah, yeah it, big. You know, like, yeah. and when I say big, I mean in terms of like, you know, the the millions lineups and used to be Spotify players. Yeah, yeah, stuff. the lineups on the you know on stereo used to be like, you know, mm. Tiesto, Steve you know, yeah. like all the big yeah, commercial yeah. EDM. But would, kind but would of that guys. even draw much of a crowd these days? You reckon? Do you think that? I like, don't know. Would you do? You, do you think if like Tiesto, Steve Aoki, and Calvin Harris all played on a lineup? Do you do you reckon that'd sell major tickets, or do you reckon? The, the days yeah, of that I, kind I of think it EDM would. are done. I think it would, but I think that's only just because they're such big, big, big names. Yeah, no, you know what I enough. mean? Like, I think it yeah. still would, but I think you yeah. could do something no, just mean. as good with people who would cost less. Yeah, and make more yeah. Money. <laughs> yeah. If you're, yeah. A festival, sure. Dude, if you're, if you're making a festival, so if you were doing a yeah. festival, I think you could have just as good a festival with lesser yeah. tier acts. Yeah. 100%. And it would be just as good, just yeah. as packed, sell just as well. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, we see that already. Yeah, with festivals. Yeah, you look at Splendor and stuff. Like mm. festivals, absolutely destroying it. So I mean, yeah, man, it's cool. I think that the, the the time is now for Australian music scene, and I I hope it only grows from here. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it's flourishing at the moment. Festivals, club nights, yeah. whether it's Brisbane, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney, Queensland, I can hit it up. Yeah, man, it's now. Now is the time. Jump on that. Support that. Support the scene. Support your music. Support your local acts. Yeah, because like that's, how, that's the only way you get good shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, you it's, know, it's, like yeah. if no one supported yeah. Skrillex back in the day, or yeah. if no one supported TS, you know, yeah, or any yeah. of these people. They wouldn't be here, so you got to support your locals. Yeah, know? and, and um, if you don't support your locals, we don't bring the Skrillexes and TSAs yeah, and yeah, stuff that's like because they're just not going to see People the worth. People think we just ever like promoters just like take the money and go yes, I just made all this money. Yeah, yeah, it's like no. that's not what they do. They go yeah. oh sweet, now we can yeah. get a bigger act next time and yeah. put it back in. Like that's yeah. usually what happens. My, so. my mate, my mate Rob, exactly the same thing. It's like yeah, yeah sometimes an event doesn't do well and it sucks, but yeah. sometimes an event does well and you're like sick. What what happens next? What can we get now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like sick calling it quits. Just made three yeah. grand. See you later. It's like <laughs> my cousin right. said to me. He's like oh mate. He's like you've been in the industry. I just why don't you just start throwing events and I'm, he's like make keeps of cash and I was <laughs> I just la- I literally laughed so loud in his yeah. face he's like oh all those people paying for those tickets I'm like oh mate I'm like Dude, you know come have a look at a budget oh yeah days? I'm like I'm like come have a look at a budget I'll I'll, I'll do up a mock budget for you yeah, <laughs> and you tell me where all the money's coming yeah. from artist costs alone like transfers fees yeah. accommodation like riders dinners all that thousands. stuff thousands thousands of dollars and thousands that that's dollars. just for an Australian Australian yeah. get someone up from Melbourne it's going to cost you a couple thousand bucks like the, and yeah. you go like oh yeah their fees are only 800 bucks but yeah you throw flights you throw accommodation, accommodation Food transfers, transfers food, fucking, yeah, okay. fucking, and and then support acts and club hire. Like you don't meet the bar limit. I mean, most of that. your like, like most budgets would have so to much. be at least over five grand for a small 
thing. Yeah. I, you know, for I, a small I, thing where yeah. you don't have to bring in production and screens. And yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that, so you, you get to those massive ones where they're building <laughs> festival stages. They've got, like, yeah. lighting rigs that are just, like, ridiculous, like, the pyro and all that stuff. Like, a massive festival like that. Man, the logistics and like everything behind them and nuts. So massive Man, props. To we them. used That's to awesome. our budget. We I just um I used to be the assistant director of uh, Addicts, which oh, used shit. to run blah 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 yeah, and all shit, the breakbeat okay. stuff. I had no idea. Um, only for a short period, yeah, okay. but like I was involved with them for a while. Yeah, right. We used to spend almost. Um, we used to almost spend a hundred and fifty thousand on blah blah blah. Fuck. And like th- that was the budget. Like yeah, we've yeah. got a hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. Like for venue, like yeah, everything, higher yeah, artists yeah. and everything. Yeah. And th- the business model we had was not to make money from that. So we'd spend a hundred and fifty, and we aim to make a hundred and fifty. Yeah. And then we'd get to do our club nights every yeah. month and that that's where we'd make the money yeah, you know yeah. like and supplies but it yeah. was like it, it's hectic like you'd look at the budget nuts, and you'd be like fuck man 150 grand sounds like, like a lot of money but we've got to make, that make stretch. this we've got to make this back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. make a stretch but we're like we've got to make this back oh. like we're 150 <laughs> yeah. grand in yeah. the fucking nut like how yeah, do we make this you know shit. like that is true i didn't even think of that i was just thinking about making that stretch yeah yeah no, yeah but, but it's like yeah. you've got to then you're going to make it and you're like oh so we would we would only do tickets for like 30, 40 bucks, you know, like we would try not do more than 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it even became harder and yeah, we always made it work, but yeah, yeah people don't understand that. Like it's like, there's so much behind the scenes. You're like, Oh yeah, we're putting get. 150 grand on the line right now. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> that's the, like the more average, than a house deposit. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the average punter is just like, Oh yeah, do this, do that, change this, yeah, do that. Oh, I don't want to pay, that. I don't want to pay $30 for a ticket. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, we don't really want to put 150 grand in this yeah, event. Yeah. Unless you're going to, we're still tickets. doing it. Yeah. You know? Nah, it's, it's a part of it. And running events, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing, but yeah, it, there, there is a joy in it as well. It oh is, yeah. I always say there's those moments where like you see some people at the event yeah. having the best time and oh, you're man. just like, that makes it all worth it. Yeah. I think know? it's like, the same. Like even as a DJ, you see someone sitting in the corner, like maybe they're not front row, maybe they're in the corner, fucking their eyes yeah. closed, having a dance or doing something. And it's just like, I've made that person's night. Fuck you. Yeah. I've That's made the them dance. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think th- those moments really make it all worthwhile and you can kind of, like, take it from there. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Definitely. Awesome. So, um, hit us up with some new socials because um, I want everyone to be able yeah. to find you. So, it's Kat. Kane C A I N. Yes. What's with that name, by the way? You need to you need to Explain. differentiate. No, well, you need to differentiate. I think. Why is that? It's so. To me, it's so like I feel like there'd be a million other Canes. Y- yes. Not the same. Yes and no. Like if I Google you, if I Google C A I N yeah. right now, what comes up? What Hot page one. are you on? Uh, hopefully me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, hopefully ho- the first page. Ho- hopefully the first page. No. Um, so there, there are a few. But other... do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's no, a, I do know it's exactly. a very common I, word. I know exactly. Um, and I understand that if you yeah. were to like you know do awesome shit, and people would be like, "That's Kane." Yeah. Everyone <laughs> yeah. would be like, "Oh yeah, it's yeah. Kane." Of course, we know who Kane is. Yeah. But no. um, have you thought about that, like the marketing I, side of it? I definitely did. When I first started, especially, it's like everyone's like coming up with a DJ name. It's like, yeah. what, what's your DJ name going to be? What's yeah. your, what are you going to go under? Um, I originally just went as Kane Pridmore because like my, my thesis has always been, I don't want to be someone who I'm not. Like I never want to pretend to be someone else. Yeah, like yeah. I never, I'm never going to be 
making music that I don't like. I'm never going to be doing something that I don't agree yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be authentically So, so it was authentically me. So I started off as Kane Pridmore, um, yeah. which is my like birth name. Awesome. Sweet. Done. Yeah. Um, I, I was friends with this um, big like tribal house dude. His name's Tom Starr. Legend, mm. legend of a guy. And he came over to my house for kick-ons one time and was just like, look, I'll be honest with you. Kind of a mouthful. <laughs> um, what happens if you just shortened it to Kane? And I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the time, I think there's like a drum and bass dude over in like Portugal or something named yeah. Kane. Um, and he's literally the only competition. There's like a couple yeah. other like Kanes, but they're just like SoundCloud listener profiles. There's no, there's no like heavy hitters or anything. So what are you social like? What are your socials that we can find you on? Uh, How do we find you? What's your Instagram handle? Uh, my Instagram handle is Kane.Pridmore. Yeah. But everything else is official Kane. Official Kane. Official okay. Kane, C-A-I-N. Um, because, so it's the same across the board, like my SoundCloud, um, Mixcloud, Facebook, um, anything's like Everything's .com forward yeah, slash good. official yeah. Kane. The only thing I couldn't get was Instagram. Um, yeah. and someone and, else and, had it already. Yeah, and it was just some dude hunting for some some cash. He not not made a post on the page or anything. Yeah, he just, just made just, all these just, things. Just, yeah. just, just some, some. He just dude. made all these posts, all these all accounts handles. called official this, official this, yeah. official this, Pre- official this. Pretty much. So I um and I I wanted to get it, but I was like, you know what, fuck that dude. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't want to pay like a couple hundred bucks to go get that. Like I'll just be camping one day. Yeah, one, well, one, one day when you're massive, you just one, go, all right, now I need it. One, one, yeah, <laughs> one day when it's a viable option for me, um, I'll, I'll go for it. But yeah. yeah, like otherwise I'm official cane across the board. Yeah, um, dude. Oh, that's good. You've got, At least you've got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so the consistency. So yeah, it is consistent across there. Um, but yeah, Instagram's the only one that's like a little bit different. But if you search cane, um, I'm one of the top, three, top few to come up anyway. So that's yeah, all right. Cool. But yeah. Awesome, man. Well, no, um, yeah. Is that our time? Oh, I mean, we can go for as long as you want. I, I kind of need to go for a piss, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's all right. That, but, um, yeah, thanks right. for coming in, no, man. Th- thank you very much for having me, man. It's been um, an absolute pleasure. Yeah, you'll have to come in the studio, and um, I, I, I think I, we'll, if you've got some stuff you're working on, we might listen to it after this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Some stuff you want to yeah. suss on the studio. So, yeah, thanks for coming no, in, thank man. thank you very and, much for um, having me, man. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll have to come out and check out uh, Subrosis. Yeah, just just let me know. I'll throw you on the door. And we'll, we'll, for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll have a roll through. But a bit we'll do it, man. For sure. All right, cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. Again. Thanks. And there you go, guys. I really love that one. Um, like I sort of said, me and Kane had met briefly in the past, um, but didn't really know anything about who each other were. Um, and, yeah, so this was the first time sort of meeting in person uh, since those, all those years ago. Um, so thanks to Kane for coming on the show. Um, after the episode, I actually decided that I would go with him to his gig. Um, so I did sort of go to catch out, catch a little bit of uh, the Bohemian Beat Freak launch party that was at Subrosa, first time at Subrosa. Awesome sound system. Uh, the club's very similar to how it was, but, I mean, not a lot probably had to change. Um, but, yeah, still an awesome venue, um, and the music there was awesome for the Bohemian Beat Freak launch. Um, heaps of rad uh, glitch hop outside uh, when I was there, and then, yeah, some of the more prog- progressive, melodic sort of stuff uh, was in, and techno and that kind of stuff was inside. So, um, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, connected with a few other people there going to be on the show. Um, Will, who's the other half of Willing and Able that Kane spoke about, I spoke to him there. Um, he's keen to come on the show. Um, and also Butters, one of my mates, um, sort of just reconnected with him recently. Haven't seen him in a while. Uh, legend in the scene. Uh, he's going to come on as well soon. So um, definitely keen for those ones. They're going to be really awesome. If you want to add Kane on any of his socials, 
Uh, his Instagram handle is Kane Pridmore. The rest of all his um, social media is official Kane, so just official C-A-I-N. Uh, you should be able to find that quite easily, um, you know, if you put official in front of it, official Kane. Uh, as we spoke about in the episode, he's got everything uh, as official Kane, except for his Instagram, which is Kane Pridmore. As always, make sure you're following me on all platforms, at Koi on everything, B-O-I-K-I-N-G-K-O-I. Super easy to find. Uh, make sure you share the podcast. Um, tell friends about it. Like, that's the best way to grow this thing. Um, if you can like, rate, review, that stuff does make it more visible to others as well. So if you can do that, that would be really awesome as well. Um, yeah, but just keep enjoying the episodes. If there's anyone you think I should have on the show, make sure you get in contact. Let us know. Uh, anyone, anything you like about the episodes, anything you don't like, maybe anything you want to see on some of the episodes. I am open to uh, sort of, you know, having segments or things or, or, or that if they're cool enough. So uh, if you've got ideas that might be cool on the podcast, uh, make sure you get in contact and let me know about them. All right, guys, next week is actually a non-musical guest. I've got the other half of Metaminds, uh, Dan, from, and he's also got his own YouTube channel, um, which is Dan's Tube TV. So um, lots of the stuff in the conversation we had was actually very relatable to the music industry. Uh, and if you want to know anything about YouTube um, and sort of how to improve your reach on there, um, he gave some good tips in there as well. So there's definitely some information. We also talk about social media and algorithms and all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's plenty of value in there for musicians and other people out there as well. All right, guys, make sure you're taking care wherever you are, if it's day or night, and I'll see you guys soon for the next episode.